Hey everyone, happy new years. It is 2022. It is January 5th, 2022. That shit is crazy. We hope you guys had a super fun and super safe new years. Um, and that you are prepared for the dull void of a month that January is. God, I hate this month. Um, yeah, it sucks. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that thinks that. But hopefully, you can find some solace in this week's episode. Melissa and I talked about Waxwork from 1988, listener-suggested movie. Um, and we had a blast talking about this movie. We love Waxwork. It was a great suggestion. Um, and we had a ton of fun talking about it. Some great conversations about that zany-ass movie. Um, yeah, and we hope you folks dig it. Uh Oh, on a side note, it is good to be back. Sorry about our little week off there. Uh, things got crazy towards the end of the month, and yeah, it just kind of fell off. There was a bunch of stuff going on with the holidays and everything, and we said, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to kind of skip it, and we're picking up now, and hopefully this this year's scheduling uh, will be much better than last year because we missed a lot of episodes last year. We should be well beyond uh, episode 78. Or 77, whatever whatever the hell this episode is. Um, anyway, yeah, we talk about waxwork. We talk about some other stuff. Um, Melissa talks about 2019's Death to Metal. She talks about 2021's Antlers. Uh, and she talks about 2018's In Fabric. And I talk a little bit about that too because I had also seen it before. Um, I talk about the abysmal Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City 2021. Please don't waste your money like I did. Um, and apologies to anybody that liked that. I took a big giant dump on that movie in this episode um also took a big giant dump on 2009's canyon and i talk a little bit about ice cream man didn't take a dump on that but the movie's wonderful uh from 1995 and we also discussed uh dexter new blood um you know the new mini series of dexter so anyway that's all i got uh hope you guys dig the episode this is forsaken cinema episode 77 So anyway, back to our conversation about hentai. <laughs> um, did yes, you know? your favorite. No, it is not. Tentacles. I like mm, Lovecraft in, shit. Yes, all up in your holes. Eels up inside me. Find an entrance where they can. Eels. What were we even said? Tentacles. Oh, yeah. No, hentai porn, apparently. I was reading some... I don't even remember where it was. Some article You're on just Facebook. reading for funsies. It's just reading hentai information for funsies. <laughs> But it was the most searched word in America in 2021 on, oh, really? on, on Pornhub. Yeah, they did that like whole year wrapped. Wow. And it's still, yeah. You don't even have to, there's a category for it. You don't even have to search it. Yeah. You can just press the button that says hentai. Yeah, I think it was it was like hentai and Asian were the top Whoa. top two search yeah. search words. That's so another yeah. category for that too. It's yes. a category for everything. Most American, most American people looking at porn prefer to watch cartoons of it. Yeah. as opposed to real people because they feel threatened by real penises maybe i don't know i don't know it's not just hentai isn't just tentacle porn right i know it's not no it's like it's just, it's just anime it's just, yeah, anime porn I knew <laughs> anime that. porn anime porn what they don't call it anime porn it's hentai hentai anime porn hello everyone and <laughs> welcome to 2022 Woo, welcome welcome to our happy show happy new year happy new year everyone 
we're kicking the new year off right with so. tentacles <laughs> i am your host chuck and i'm her co-host mel indeed you are and this is the weekly yeah. horror eh, sometimes we weekly, say that. <laughs> weekly horror movie podcast in which mel and i discuss horror movies from all over the genre and we have a wonderful time doing it we, we have a fine like that, fine yeah. ass time doing it for sure <laughs> So, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. How, how it's been like been? one week off. No, like, I miss chill. you guys. I miss my show. Well, it's been, it's been okay. Well, I miss Uneventful. Everyone. You know. Got wild on the New Year's Eve. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Texted you. Are we still going out? I'm already in my PJs. Uh huh. She's like, I got home from <laughs> my jammies. We ordered takeout, and that was it. Yeah. I had the kids anyway. I would have, I would have gone out to dinner and been home by nine. Yeah. And, and you've been so yeah. sad. Yeah. It would have been dumb. That's so, all right. No worries. Oh, well. So, let's get into the things and stuff. I know last episode we didn't talk about much. Yes, we really so did it. I did it up extra and I watched three things to talk about. Oh, wow. I have three also. Well, I technically have four. Well, so I'm saving some stuff for next episode. In your face. So. I just gave Melissa the finger. Wow. First finger of the new year. <laughs> <laughs> the first bird of the new year has, right, well, has been flipped. I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to have to quit the band. This is not a band. This is a podcast, genius. The band of people talking about <laughs> podcasting right, why don't you tell us what you watched <laughs> okay <laughs> so the first movie uh, movie whoa oh, there man. starting off strong take one shot and you're done for <laughs> there goes meatball yeah mike fell over he's on the ground over there one shot mike <laughs> that's, that's fine that's his new new year's name good i'm gonna take advantage of him one shot mike <laughs> <laughs> all right tell, all us, right. tell us what you watch for the for the fifth fifth time okay i watched 2019's death to metal Death to Metal. That's what it's called. It's an hour and 20 minutes long. Uh Uh-huh. It's about uh, the synopsis is, after a freak accident, a disturbed priest is transformed into a mutated killing machine on a mission to destroy any and all fans of heavy metal music. (laughs) It's up to two reluctant metalheads to send this holy monster straight back to hell. I hope it's as good as it sounds. Dude, it is awesome. Okay, good. Um, So I took this review from Bands About Movies. That's the Bands About Movies. They do, I guess, review movies about bands yeah or bands i don't know because i love the way he described this one so thanks bands about movies if you're out there anyways it sounds like another podcast name it does doesn't it Mm -hmm. (laughs) sure does okay well (laughs) moving on oh i said that's so creepy here's the review the tagline is the nail in the upside down cross upon the coffin he has died he has risen he will kill Director, co-writer, and co-producer Tim Connery made Black Web in 2012, but that probably won't prepare you for the blast of, well, blast beats and gore and blasphemy. (laughs) Zane, played by Alex Alex Stein, has lost his girlfriend Tracy and his band Withered Christ, which is... Withered Christ. I mean, there's a real band called Rotting Christ, so it's not far, yeah. In the same day and basically wants to die. This was supposed to be his moment, singing for the local band opening a major festival in his hometown. Meanwhile, toxic waste gets dumped outside of town just in time for the disgraced, yes, priest, Father <laughs> Kilborn, played by Andrew Jessup. Jessup? I Wait, don't know. Why do I know that name? No, you don't know any of these people. Okay. <laughs> Drives into it and becomes something much darker and more willing to destroy everything in his path for the word of the one true Lord. So when Zane gets back into the band and takes the stage, maybe he should have listened to his friend Mariah, played by Grace Mellon, about setting Bibles ablaze. Because, you know, you got to do all kinds of crazy stuff when you're a death metal band. Of course. This movie has some great music, too, as well as several band performances by Mutilated by Zombies, okay. Telekinetic Yeti, and Grandma Incinerator. Grandma. That's a great name. Who's actually the real band is like Algernon or Algion. I don't know. 
Oh, it's I like a cool band, yeah. So there's songs by Ex Mortis, Boar, Driftless Sisters, Inquiring Blood, Monolith, Nether Void, and The Rising Plague. So this is like a, a great Top, like. I'm not really that into metal. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And there's this so little snobby. ditty at the end that is like one of the funniest metal songs I've ever heard. It's called The End of the Elderly, and there are just lyrics about how gross and whack old people are. Okay. And yeah. that's by uh, <laughs> that's by Grandma Incinerator. Great name. I fucking love that name. I do also like that name. So look, any movie that ends with a line, I think I'm just going to keep running him over until the cops get here, is going to win me over. <laughs> if you love extreme metal and or gore, nice. <laughs> which seems like something that goes together like whiskey and weed and Black Sabbath, you're going to love this. Yes. Yes. So Sounds I will add, awesome. this is very low budget, so the okay. acting isn't quite the best, especially from side characters, but who cares about that? The gore, the goofiness, it's so satisfying. Yeah, it sounds really and fun. And there's like some real like band show life stuff here that like you could relate to and and i could relate to just yes being with, with all you guys. the metal bands I've so been in, yeah. bands trying to change their <laughs> set order like when they go on I bands who are shit. late and need to borrow equipment that's a big thing every yes. time you see a band movie that's a big thing yeah. because it is a exactly. big thing and i was like wow that is relatable i used to get livid when bands would do that Know what, the, know what the biggest dickhole move that a band can do, and it's happened. Yeah. It happened to us, when, Mike and I, whenever we used to play, is, oh, our singer isn't going to be here on time. Uh-huh. Do you think maybe we could have a later slot? Yep. Like our singer isn't going to be that here. That was part of this movie. And they would stage it. It's like, yeah. your singer can be here on time. You're exactly. just assholes. Mm. That happens a lot. And they would tie the promoter's hands or whoever was running the show, and they would usually be like, yeah, it's fine, because fuck it, it's not a big deal anyway. Except that it is. Anyway. Go ahead. All right. Well, <laughs> Sorry. death to metal will melt your face off with fun and goofy and gore. Fun and goofy yeah, and, and gore. gore. Goofy's in it. Yep. It's enjoyable. <laughs> well, if you don't like metal, you might not like really be into all the show stuff, but okay. it's pretty dope. All right. All right. So that's one. Two. Mike, Sideshow Mike is here. He's just getting the weed drugs. Oh, you doing the weed drugs, Michael? Yeah, boy, for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Mike. All right. Okay. <laughs> and the next movie I watched is 2021's Antlers. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, you didn't see it yet? No, it's available on Thing. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, I actually had to buy it. Is it early on access? Amazon. There was I couldn't rent it. I had to buy it for like $20, but that's oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Was it worth it? For the most part, I'll get to it. Okay. It's it's not bad. No spoilers. Okay. Directed by Scott Cooper, who's done more acting than directing, but that's okay. Written by Harry Chasen, Chasen and Scott Cooper. Uh, based on the short story, The Quiet Boy by Nick Antioska, Antioska, which I actually read uh-huh. this year or last year, technically, and very much enjoyed. Yeah, because it's and I very much enjoyed the short story. So I knew they had to add quite a bit of backstory to, for the movie because the short story is a short story. So, right. So he's also a writer on TV shows, including some Glad channels, you clarified that some Channel Zero. And he actually wrote some stuff for a brand new cherry flavor as well. Okay. So the guy's a great writer. Starring Carrie Russell, you know, from Dark Skies. Oh, thank you, Michael. Uh, Jesse Plemons, a.k.a. Fat Matt Damon. Fat Matt Damon. He is. Uh, Jeremy T. Thompson as Lucas, the quiet boy. He's not in anything that I know, but he's, you know, a kid who's got like the main role. So I wanted to mention him here. Uh, Like I said, I couldn't rent it. I had to buy it on Amazon Prime to watch, but whatever. And it was only $15. So yeah, Fat Matt Damon. Yeah, I forgot. I, it's like that name sounds so familiar. Who and is he's that? in like everything. Yeah. He's cool. Breaking Bad. So it's about when a small town Oregon teacher and her brother, the local sheriff, seek to help a troubled young boy who possesses a strange secret. The consequences are more dreadful than they could have possibly imagined. Ooh. Blech. Uh, <laughs> it was like a lot to say. I don't know why. That Anyways, was a short synopsis. What are you talking about? This, uh, 
overall, I thought this was really enjoyable. Visually striking, like obviously, like the, they did great cinematography yeah, yeah, yeah. here. You can tell from There's the some wonderfully done shots with great lighting, greens and reds. The acting isn't awful. Carrie Russell doesn't make me want to slap her in the face this time. Okay. Sometimes she gets on my nerves. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Go back and listen to our Dark Skies yeah. episode. I mean, her character's a little annoying, but uh, there's a feeling of unease from pretty much like the five minute mark of this movie on. It's dark and moody, uh, but there's more of the story and there's some unlikable characters. I think Carrie Russell's character comes off as a little selfish at times. Okay. Um, I'm not going to spoil, obviously, it's brand new, but there's a lot to take in with this one. Obviously, Native American legends, child abuse, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, economic wow. woes. Straight wow. family relationships, and yes, a violent monster. Cool. And you really do feel bad for this kid. He has been through some shit. That sucks. So is this movie perfect? No. It's dark as heck in some scenes, as in hard to see what is going as on. As in you can't tell what's going yes, on. Yes, yeah. a little slow in places. Okay. Uh, could definitely use more creature, but I think Cooper kind of leaves it that way to make it more ambiguous. Okay. Like, I want to utilize this creature. Like, is it one of those movies where it's like, is the creature real or not? No, it's real. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's real. And it's cool, uh, but I just want to see more of it. When you do see it full on, and that's not really towards the end, like, which, holy shit, this shit is creepy. <laughs> I think it looks great. It's a great creepy <coughs> creature design. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you about it. You know, there's some antlers in there. <laughs> yes, we were assuming there's antlers at so some I'll point in this that. movie. So I know how the short story ends. So I was, uh, obviously, I'm not going to tell you about it because it's brand new. And I was trying to see how they're gonna end this one compared to the short story because uh-huh. the short story is kind of like a gut punch and i was you know trying to see what they're gonna do and they did change it and i like the movie but i wish they kept the original short story okay, ending because i just like that so much better than what they did okay the ending's good and it's not it's really a, it is a good movie i don't know if you should wait to rent it because I think you will like the... I know you. You'll like the It doesn't creature. sound like I should spend a bunch of money no. on it. You'll like the creature, for sure. But I could see you getting annoyed with uh, some of Carrie Russell's character's decisions and, and Carrie stuff. Russell in general. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, All right. there's just certain... And then there's some weird character choices towards the end. Uh, but overall, I thought Antlers was pretty good. Um, everyone hyped it up, so I was a little disappointed. Yeah, it was been hyped up for the last like four years, it feels like. It really, yeah. And now, I, I haven't been expecting much. I was like, you know what, this has been blown out of proportion. I Everybody think you wants should to see it. watch it, but I think you should wait till you can rent it. Just I to have, be yeah. sure that right. you're not going to... I have been managing my expectations. Yeah. Uh, Keep it middle ground. It's really not bad. It's just not perfect. It's not great. Okay. And I just had such high hopes because everyone was hyping it up. Yeah, so. because we've been waiting so long. All right. So, and then the last movie I'm going to talk about, I won't talk long about it. Uh, I watched In Fabric. Oh, I saw that. 2018, yeah? Yeah. It's an A24 movie. Uh Um, A haunting ghost story set against the backdrop of a busy winter sales period in a department store and follows the life of a cursed dress as it passes from person to person with devastating consequences. Yes. If you can tell me what this movie was about, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm not even mad about it. I loved it. I liked it a lot, too. It's just... I don't know what's happening. It was a little too yeah. david lynchy for me okay I was no like, that's what okay, i like about you're it you're just showing me stuff now with that old man peeing or whatever yeah that oh was. my gosh and there's like mannequin porn <laughs> it was so, so weird Kelly, uh mike's sister got me like a horror movie poster i was like 100 horror movies to watch okay. and this was on there this is like one of the movies i haven't seen 
Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, let me check it out. So I did. Uh, directed by Peter Strickland, stars Marianne Jean Baptiste, I guess that's her name, who does a phenomenal job and is very charming. Yes, has, the acting was really yeah, good. Has Julian Barrett, who plays Howard Moon in The Mighty Boosh. So that's like part of the reason why I watched it. Okay. And Gwendolyn Christie, who people know as like Brienne of Tarth so from Game of Thrones. Like, loved it. Uh, the score is great and eerie. Some heavy Argento and Giallo, Giallo yeah, yeah, yeah. influences. There's a lot of those tell. vibes, yeah. Cinematography is crazy. It's beautiful. It's like a fever dream. What year was this set in again? Uh, is this 70s? Yeah, I think okay. so. 70s, 80s, 70s. I don't know. I want to say it was 70s. But it was like eerie. It's got like erotic weirdness. It reminds me of Suspiria and the Love Witch. Yeah, a little bit. It's got those so, vibes. Visually. Yeah. And also there's a mannequin like with full-blown pubes. Yeah. Um, Raleigh Stone summed up the film as a singular trip into a singularly warped mind. This I don't know really what happened in this movie. I don't even know if it's a it's if it's supposed to be about anything. It I was think it's kind of like the people who the dress is like cursed or whatever, and like I think they're being turned into these mannequins. Oh, why oh, would the mannequins have maybe. porn and I mean poor pubes and like they're yeah. like doing weird stuff with them? And there's this creepy maybe. old guy, and then the. I love like the shop workers doing this weird like come here with their hands. Yeah. This movie is fucking weird. Is weird. And I love it. You said it. it came out in 2018? 2019, yeah. Oh, was, 2018, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think, I think I watched it in 2019. I don't think it came out on VOD in America until 2019. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I want to, because I, I swear, I, maybe it was 2018. I don't know. I saw it so yeah. long enough ago though that I don't remember Honestly, all i remember is just being like what did i just what watch? the yeah. fuck am i watching exactly but also being really entertained and it kind of like stayed with me after watching it. i'm just like okay that's this a, is so bizarre like i need to know <laughs> like i was about to go on reddit and like read like people's like fan theories because like this has to do with the dress and people working and it's just i think i might have even done that i just don't remember but like it's also a slow burn so I definitely highly, if you like weird movies where, you know, the visuals are so crazy and striking and yeah. it's like I said, like a fever dream, but you know, you're not exactly sure you got to work out what's happening, like why it's happening. Yeah. This is definitely a great movie, I think. And I highly recommend it. Like I said before, this is very David Lynch. And I love that. If you like, if you really like, uh, like Lost Highway, mm -hmm. it's not as, it's not nearly as dark as Lost mm -hmm. Highway or like scary. But, I mean, but, if you watch but it's the same Pete, kind of like riddle movie. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening? Why? Yeah, Lost Highway is full of that stuff. Too. And I, I, I found this one to be kind of similar. Yeah. No, nope, I agree. I highly recommend this. I really do. I just, it's so weird. Only there is a stark lack of, lack of Henry Rollins and Marilyn Manson in this movie. Wow. Well, Marilyn well Manson, uh, yeah, Marilyn yeah. Manson. I keep forgetting these pieces of shit. Uh, okay. Right. That's it. Yep. That's it. My turn. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Want to hear about the movies I watched? Yes. Tell us more, <laughs> buddy. Okay. I watched... Oh, uh, man. It seems like so long ago I watched this I now. know. I watched Resident Evil. Welcome to oh, Raccoon City. Oh, the new one. Yeah, what did I, I tell you? The one that I was like semi-excited about. Um, and then you texted me and I was like, oh, ha -ha. Yeah, you were like... And then I read a little bit. I was like, oh, this movie's supposed to suck. Let me get into it. Uh, this is stars Kaya Scatolario. Who I really like. She's a great actress. Uh, she was in uh, Crawl. Yeah. She's been in some other stuff too. Rob ML. So immediately think. Uh, 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 what was that? What the fuck is the television sh station? The W. The 
the CW. What? CW. Yes. Yeah, oh, Robbie ML. CW yeah. actor Rob ML. Robbie ML. Yeah. And Neil Stephen's McDonough. cousin. Yeah. Neil McDonough, who I haven't seen in anything in forever. Um. All right. I'll jump right into it. Uh. Oh, here's a synopsis. Um. There's set, raccoons in the city. <laughs> yeah. It's all about raccoons and umbrellas. <laughs> raccoons in. wielding umbrellas. <laughs> Raccoons fighting zombies with umbrellas. Well, that's all you had to say. Uh, set in 1998 for some stupid reason, this origin story explores the secrets of the mysterious Spencer Mansion in the ill-fated Raccoon City. It is very much like the video game, mm -hmm. apparently, which I never really played all the way through. Oh, <coughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't allowed near. I wasn't allowed anywhere near games like Resident Evil, that's and we fair. didn't have a, a PlayStation. I played it at my friend's house a little bit. Uh, I remember when it came out, mm -hmm. but that's about my the extent of my experience with the first game. Um, very creepy intro. Okay. Very solid, creepy-ass intro takes place in an orphanage on a cold, mm -hmm. stormy night. Um, and it's, like I said, it's legit scary for the first, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, oh, I see. And I was like, oh, shit, this movie's going full creepy. It's going to be awesome. Uh. And then? No. no. <laughs> so the first 10 no. minutes are literally the only good thing about this movie. That's it. The first 10 minutes, the rest of it is an absolute oh, pile yeah. of garbage. There's like a bunch of like CWE. Because Neil McDonough yeah, does yeah. a bunch of CW stuff too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it, yeah, it feels like the acting feels like yeah. CW and it kind of has that vibe. Uh, to where it's like it's uh, it's got some money but not enough yeah. money <laughs> to do what it wants to do. Um, this movie was insanely boring Aww. and incredibly I, I put lackluster but the movie is like completely lifeless okay it's just well, like they're zombies it's just like a dead movie zombies and i think it's because and i'm jumping ahead here i think it's because they really really went for a video game vibe yeah but like you have to remember that like when you're playing a video game yeah it looks and feels a certain way much like this movie did it did kind of feel like a video game mm -hmm. but we're not playing the fucking movie exactly we're watching the movie yeah so we're not making any options i kind of think game. that's where the biggest misstep was is they were like we're gonna give them a real video game feeling movie like none of these other movies feel like video games we're mm -hmm. gonna make this one and it does but that's not a good thing it just feels like you're watching someone else play a video game yeah in real time for an hour and 47 minutes and that's not fun anyway Every scene in this movie looked and felt the same, which typically is a good thing. You want to have like tonal, like, you know, yeah, uh, you know, whatever throughout a whole movie consistency. But this one is like literally every scene was the same color. S similar situations happened, which was like usually nothing. And it just kind of shambled along. It all looked and felt and sounded the same. Uh -huh. All the scenes were similar. Oh. All the colors were the same. Oh, my God making me sad it was so fucking boring uh um long stretches of people walking through halls and corridors much like walking the, yeah. through a video game where like oh, a game. zombie would pop up and they take care of it and just long ass stretches of just nothing happening as if you were watching someone play a video game mm -hmm. you know getting to the places getting to the mansion we saw everything happen almost in like real time it's almost like this was an hour and 47 minutes of shit that happened oh. that you're watching in real time. You're really making it me sad felt here. Like I, it felt like I was watching it in slow motion. God, it was horrible. <laughs> I hated it so much. Um, 
Oh, God, what else do I have to say? Uh, lifeless dialogue, bland characters. This was another thing. No real major events happened throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It just kind of goes throughout the movie. Nothing really big happens until the end. And if you played the game, you know, it's that big, crazy-looking guy with yeah, the yeah. eyeballs on his shoulder. He yep. shows up. And that's pretty much it. They counter monsters here and there, much like you would like throughout a video game. The monsters get kind of more advanced as they go through the yeah. movie. Okay. Ugh. I don't know, man. I hated it. It was terrible. They, it doesn't have great reviews, so I don't think you're uh, alone. No, I think it got bad reviews. I don't know how anyone could review that. I wanted to turn it off. The only reason I stuck through it was for you guys. <laughs> you loyal listeners. It's the only reason I stuck it out. Because yeah, I have a lot of friends who like were really into Resident Evil. I have like Resident Evil cosplayer friends. Yeah, and it's just Resident like Evil I know they were great. all very dude. I have said on the show many, many times, the original Resident mm-hmm. Evil movie is like my mm, guilty pleasure I movie. I love that movie so much, and I will. I like. I don't care. But my, I know it's not a good movie. At least there's zombies in that first one. After that, it was really down from there. Oh, the rest of them. I've seen a handful. The rest yeah. of them, and nothing. The second one I saw in theaters. I remember oh, thinking yeah. it was just really dumb. Um, <coughs> I mean, I know why they said it in 1998. It's because that's when the game came out. I know, but it's not necessary. But like, it's so unnecessary. And like, they did. A, I've said this on the show before too. If you're going to do an era type movie, mm-hmm. then you need to load it with that era stuff. You know, movies like The Conjuring, set in the 70s. Yeah. Movies like it has uh, to be believable. One of the most 90s 90s movies I've ever seen was that movie Renapal. Mm-hmm. It felt like you were sh- oh with Will Wheaton. With Will Wheaton. Oh my gosh, some people think Michael looks like Will Wheaton. Seriously, I get comments on stuff, but I post pictures mm. of him I'm like that's Will Wheaton. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, shut up, Wesley. Will Wheaton's got like a baby face though. Yeah, Mike doesn't. Mike's he's got a rugged grizzled. man face. He's grizzled. <laughs> he's grizzled. Well, I'll probably watch this when it's free because I no, like... No, don't. I'm just looking at the pictures and I just think all like the creatures and stuff are no. really cool. No, and... They're all CGI and they're okay. not great CGI. Oh, you're making me sad. Oh, dude, the movie sucked. Okay. And so anyway, I was saying like... Yeah, the movie Renapal, like it feels like you, you step through your screen straight yeah. into like 1992. And I get to Renapal. But this one, like, this is how they do the the '90s aesthetic. They mention aim chat rooms. Yes. Uh, yes. there's Walkmans. Somebody has a Walkman. Wow, I've heard of that. Um, there's wood paneling in a lot of the rooms. Mm, that could be the '70s though. There's cordless phones, but none of it felt authentic '90s because, like, who cares? Right. It could have been set in today. It wouldn't have mattered. There was this forced blockbuster reference. Like, why does every 90s movie, like, you have to mention yeah. Blockbuster? Otherwise, yeah. people yeah. won't know it's the 90s. Like, is it a law that you have to reference it in these 90s? Like, well, where are we going to write our movies? Yeah, like, oh, 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 they said Blockbuster. This must be a 90s movie. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway. Half the, the actors weren't even born until the 90s. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Some of the <laughs> actors don't even remember the 90s. Um... Like I said before, there were a lot of video game things in this that yeah. would have been cool if the movie hadn't sucked so hard. <laughs> so the cool video game stuff just kind of turns into like, okay, cool. You roll your eyes at it. Like, I get yeah. it. Uh, there was some of the puzzle stuff t- type stuff, which was, you know, the first game. Well, all the games really involve some puzzle stuff. Uh, but dude had to play a tune on a piano to open a door. Uh, there was a yeah. hidden keyhole on a mural that they had to find. So stuff like that Ooh, was there. Panic room. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was a lock, a rocket launcher that had to, that had to be used towards the end, which was actually kind of fun. It made me laugh. Um, 
Yeah, and like I said, a lot of walking around encountering random zombie and monster moments like you would in a video game. But yeah, it sucked. Hated it. Avoid. Especially, don't spend any money on this pile of gotcha. shit. It was an endurance test for sure. I said, oh my God, at least like 50 times throughout the movie. Like, can we please hurry the shit up? Like, there's a helicopter crash in it. It looks really cool. I didn't even give a shit about that. Wow. Like, I hated this movie. Uh, some of the gore was good. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. So the first 10 minutes and the gore. That's it. Movie. I'm just going to YouTube the opening sucks. then. That's it. It was creepy, yeah. man. Uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is a lifeless, rotting corpse of a movie shambling along for an hour and 47 <laughs> minutes that will infect you with severe boredom and ultimate regret. Yeah. Avoid. Beautiful. That was <laughs> that's so actually, well done. That was actually a good one. Because I didn't write any of those things. Oh, you're no fun. Yeah, I know. Okay, and I hate to be a Debbie Downer. I know it's the new year. I hate to start the new year off on such negative notes. It's fine. I did positive but things. But we have, we have waxwork, so I have lots of yeah. great things to say about that. Sorry I'm being a negative, but I watched another terrible movie. You can't how you feel. Movie. I, I was positive about my movies. Fault. This is my wife's fault. My wife. My wife. What happened? What'd you watch? Tell me uh, more. We watched 2009's Canyon. Canyon. Uh, a honeymooning couple has to survive in the Grand Canyon after getting lost. God, I already hate the idea of this movie. This stars Yvonne Strahovski, who was in Dexter. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. She's a great actress. Uh, and Will Patton, who we just saw, mm-hmm. we just talked about in uh, Mothman Prophecies. Will Patton is also wonderful. He's also in the critically acclaimed, probably one of the best movies ever made, uh, Armageddon. <laughs> we watched that the other day and i was like dude that, i forgot yeah. will Patton was in this movie um dude I, I don't care what anyone says i love armageddon that movie's awesome no one, no <laughs> yeah that's fine it's so incredibly stupid though i went and i read like all the things wrong with armageddon like all these scientists like i mean yeah, it's like yeah. none of this would they wouldn't one of the biggest things and then i'll talk about my movie i know armageddon <laughs> isn't a horror movie but one of the funniest things I thought, they were like, These, this meteor is traveling so fast. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything fast enough that would have been able to catch up to it in time to drill a hole in it. <laughs> and then this comet, by the time we landed on it, the comet would be hitting Earth. <laughs> like, that was funny. Anyway, yeah. Ivan Strahovski, Will Patton, uh, Honeymooning Couple, which is five to Grand Canyon, blah, 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 Canyon 2009. Um, Amanda, like I said, Amanda picked this movie because she likes survival horror and she read the description and she was like, oh, that sounds good. And then she was like, oh, Yvonne Strahovski's in it. And she loves Yvonne Strahovski. Hannah's the worst. <laughs> what? Hannah's the worst. Hannah, yeah. Uh, but Amanda likes her. And she is a great actress and she does a good job acting in this movie and yeah. she's gorgeous. No, she's um, very attractive. Yeah. I just don't like her character in Dexter. <laughs> um, but in my opinion... And and it was a horror movie, so I was like, all right, I can do this as a podcast. It doesn't yeah. sound like horror, but I guess it could be a thriller. Some crazy shit could happen. There could be some crazy gore. Like, who knows? I'll give it a shot. It's in the, It was listed in the horror genre. This is not a horror movie Mm-mm. at all. It's a thriller. It's a survival thriller. Thriller. There's nothing really horror about it. They kind of get hunted by wolves for a minute. Wolves. But wolves. wolves. Um, so I want to read. I wrote this kind of string of consciousness. Okay. Um, we were drinking a little bit when we watched this. Of course, of course. And by the end, I was so fed up with the movie that I just started typing down all of my thoughts and I was buzzed. No, and I, was, I like it. Go on. I was buzz, irritated. Buzz, 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 so buzz, I'm just going to read buzz. what I wrote. 
Um, so I kind of did the synopsis and just kind of talked about it. <laughs> a just married couple employ the help of a very likable Will Patton who guides them through a Grand Canyon tour but gets bit by two rattlesnakes, one in the face. Wait, Will Patton does? Yeah, Ooh, and ouch. dies. And the couple proceed to make all the most ridiculously stupid decisions any fucking idiots could make in this situation, including assuming they could scale a cliff face. Oh, I don't remember what I wrote here. After a scene where they could have just casually walked up a section of easily climbable <laughs> hill-like cliff face, like it would have been so easy to get up. But they choose to scale a 60-foot cliff face and hang way out on a ledge to get a fucking cell phone signal. And then obviously they both fall and then they continue to make even worse decisions as the movie goes on. And we'll show up and this movie is bullshit. Wow, I love it. So that was my... The dude falls and gets his legs stuck in a rock and it's like all jacked up. Oh, and she ends no. up having to like cut it off and of drag course. his ass through the Grand Canyon. Of course. Which like... Uh, they would have been dead before they got found. Plus they can't like... Okay, so one of the biggest things about this movie that was pissing me off is like... Will Patton dies. Mm-hmm. He gets bit in the face by Rattlesnakes. How eventually, dare eventually, he? eventually he dies. And they're lost. Yeah. And they don't seem to give a shit whatsoever. <laughs> they're just like, well, we, he, he did. <laughs> we walk, we walk enough, we'll get there. And they're like joking around the whole time. And like it's all light and happy. It's like, do you not like understand? Like some guy didn't just die. Like though? some dude didn't just die, and you're not out in the Grand Canyon alone. Yeah. No one knows they're out there. They have no chance of getting back. At one point, I think they realized they were walking in circles. Um, but yeah, and they're just like real lighthearted and they're like, they come to that cliff face like, oh, we'll just climb up there to get a signal. Right. Like you guys aren't rock climbers. Like you're not even wearing boots. That's so fucking They're wearing like shoes. That's silly. Oh my God. This movie was terrible. And then, yeah, like I said, wolves show up and who gives a shit? This movie is garbage and it did not get good reviews. I'm not the only one that thinks that. Uh, I regret watching it. Um, although it was pretty funny making fun of it with amanda and yelling at these stu- she didn't like it either stupid idiots no she didn't like okay. it no amanda has decent taste i mean she uh, married you though oh, <laughs> yes, she did. you set it up though i did yeah uh my final notes are this movie is fucking terrible and irritating oh and my tag my little close closure and what what do you call it conclusion that's the word I'm sure bud yeah my conclusion was really easy to write i would rather fling myself face first into the grand canyon than to have to watch this pile of shit ever again you promise it was horrible no take backs shut up i'm not gonna throw myself in grand canyon but you just said you would i don't like that you're not really dedicated to your work here i don't want to jump into the grand canyon i'll get hurt Then I guess you according have to watch the movie. To, according to this movie, I might break my leg <laughs> and not completely die, which they would have. I forgot to mention that. I'm pretty sure they both would have gotten sick. Wait, did she fall? I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. I don't, she might not have fallen. I can't remember. Who fucking cares? The movie's terrible. Um, And then I watched another movie, but I'm not really going to talk about it because okay. I want to do this movie eventually. I kind of want to do this movie this year at oh, some point. Oh, you're talking point. about Ice Cream Man? Ice Cream Man, 1995, starring Clint Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never seen Ice Cream Man, you got to go watch Ice Cream Man and be prepared. It is a spectacle. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's background bloopers. The child acting is terrible. <laughs> uh, it's just real bad. Clint Howard is over oh the top God, the weird. Looks, yeah. And just the way he looks and acts is weird. So David Naughton's in it uh, from American Werewolf in London. And there's a couple other... Uh, Big time, yeah. I think some decent sized actors in it from horror. Maybe I'm, am I right? 
Are there uh, other actors? I'm not looking it up. I don't care. But uh, yeah, you should check it out. It's. I mean, David is. Warner is in it. David and, Warner, and yeah. Isn't he in Waxwork? Yes. So, I thought that was wow, yeah. full circle. Yeah, full circle. Look at that. Um, and David Warner is probably the only. I mean, other than David Naughton, but David Naughton doesn't really have any parts, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does, but like. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but David Warner's in it, and he's like this kind of. He's like a priest, mm-hmm. and it is. It's just over the top 90s bad 90s b-whore and Joyous. it's so terrible and wildly entertaining at the same time <laughs> those are the best there though. are t- there there were there are moments during this movie where i just die laughing and i'm just like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. <laughs> why did you decide to do this um yeah clinton howard in the back of that ice cream van putting like eyeballs and shit and like roaches and nasty shit into his ice cream he likes he like grounds up that dog Mm -hmm. and puts it in the (laughs) it's so stupid i don't know what he tastes any of this shit there's a guy that eats the ice cream cone and it's got like an eyeball on it and it just shows him like kind of swishing the eyeball (laughs) around his mouth like you don't you don't taste an eyeball in your mouth really I know, but it's it's. I'm not complaining about it. It's hilarious. Um, that's all I got. Oh, I wanted to talk about one more thing. Are you caught up on the new Dexter series? Have you been watching I it? I am. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I so watched far? the new episode last night when it came out. Oh, I, I haven't seen the new. Well, one. I won't talk about that one. Well, I really like that episode. I think that episode makes it a lot better. Okay. Because I, f- I'm gonna <laughs> for watch a while, tonight. I was getting really like at first I'm like, yeah, I love Harrison's character. It's cool. And then I was getting annoyed. Like he's perfect at everything. This is fucking annoying. Yeah. Dude saves a day and he's got perfect scores. They think he's cheating on his test because he's so smart. No, he's all the wrestling team. <laughs> so for a while, I was getting really annoyed. But I can't. I won't spoil the brand new episode for you. But I'll say that it was really, really good and my favorite of the season. So okay. Far. Cool. So it definitely like made me enjoy enjoy it so much more because I'm, I'm on the fence well that's good because yeah i'm kind of burning out on it too and there's only one more episode after this one so i was so i don't know how they're gonna wrap it up okay i was so jazzed that dexter came back yeah that i think that i overlooked a lot of stuff because yeah. i remember when we first started talking about this when it came out i was like oh my god i love it. it's perfect i love harrison yeah. i love everything now that we're almost towards the end of the season, all that's worn off, and mm-hmm. I've kind of reviewed the season again and kind of really thought yeah. about it. And there's some like weird, silly stuff, like when Batista has his cameo and yeah. he's like just talking about Dexter, and he's like, "Oh yeah, his son Harrison." Like yeah. it was the most random thing. And like, why would you even the be talking yeah. about him? Yeah, that was yeah. forced. It felt like yeah, it was just like, oh, you just needed to say something. To but I also, go full circle. I also went back. I'm not gonna finish it. I actually stopped recently because I was like, dude, you gotta watch horror movies. You can't just keep watching Dexter. Yeah. But I went back and I started watching the original series. Oh no, I did that before this one. Yeah. Um, the characters in the original series, every single character mm-hmm. is thoroughly thought out, mm-hmm. explored, developed throughout the show. Uh, like all the good guys are likable. And they're all very complex and well written. You have Mazukas, you know, uh, this whole character. Yeah. You've, you I wish have, we had some of him in this. Yeah, you have you have um, you know, all the other characters, Batista, yeah. lo- Deb, he's my favorite, and, yeah. and you, you, you look Huerta, and like you have all these these great, well written characters. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the characters in New Blood, oh yeah, the side n- characters are not even they that are out. not half as yeah. thought out as the original like, series yeah no shade like his Some girlfriend them, like she's not getting that shit together like, well actually i was gonna say his girlfriend's only the, one of the only the few well-written characters but like just keep watching and it's just kind of like what 
what are you doing like you're starting to question things but like it's so slow going that it's like yeah oh that's another thing is that it's kind of like okay can we get like are we gonna get called or not yeah like yeah and then like they're dragging the stuff out with a kurt who actually i really like i like clancy brown i think he's a great villain but well just keep watching the last episode that came out was really good i thought i thought that it did make a difference but like the other two cops but it's not my favorite season of dexter that's for certain definitely not like the coach cop the wrestling coach cop he's annoying the other cop is like might as well not even be there that girl the, the podcast? fucking podcaster oh my dude God. who the fuck even has podcasts <laughs> what kind of losers have podcasts where they sit and talk especially like having a podcast by yourself yeah that's uh, the dumbest who would shit do that? who the fuck would do that no but it's not to, it's not the fact that she she has a podcast or anything like she's she's goddamn annoying yeah she is so annoying yeah it's and it's just i'm kind of like the the honeymoon's like kind yeah, of fading over, yeah. and i'm like you know what this shows i still like it because it's dexter but it's yeah. definitely not the best dexter season oh even. he's also going to be um michael c hall that's his name yes. he's like doing a first appearance at monster mania con this year oh really yeah oh so. he's gonna start doing cons i don't know but that's cool i would love to meet michael c hall yeah it's not till march in cherry hill so we might have to buy some tickets you know he's a band or he yeah. did yeah no he still does yeah and uh yeah. I know Amanda What's the name loves of his him, band? So I can't think of it right now. Oh. I was looking it up the other day, too. Wait, what con were you talking about? Monster Mania in Cherry Hill. Do you want to go this year? Uh, I would love to. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, his band's called like Princess Goes to the Butterfly Museum or something weird like that. What? That's what his band is called. What? What kind of music are they? Are they just some trippy weird shit, I guess? It sounds like indie. Synth pop. Ooh, synth pop. I know. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, Princess goes to the Butterfly But you're going to have to pay a shit ton of money. To oh, yeah, definitely. But I, I might pay it, though. If you love your wife, you'll do it. If I love my wife. Well, I would just pay for her to meet him. Yeah, exactly. My wife. My wife. Yeah, she'd probably love that. Can't Actually, I don't think she would. Amanda doesn't seem like the person that would, like, geek out. Oh. Or, she, I feel I like. I would. Not I f- him, but. Well, certain people she would. Yeah. Like, whatever dude from Outlander. Oh, uh, would, Sam Hugan. She yeah. would lose her mind. I mean, he's hot, but like. And like Bruce Willis, she lost her mind when she saw, saw Bruce him Willis. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. When they were filming, um, uh, Glass. Is that the last one? Yeah. <coughs> in she Philly. went. They were filming in Philly, and she went over to where they were filming. I Shasha. remember that. Yeah, she, she got pictures of him yeah. and stuff. Bruce Willis like waved at her. Um, she had to throw out. She had to throw out her underwear that day. She probably flooded that basement. <laughs> My wife loves bald men. I don't know why she. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Um, this must be my charming Shave personality. Shave your head. Shave your head. Oh, God, no. I would, yeah, I would, look, look, so I would look like a corpse oh if I shaved my head. That would be so cool, dude. I would look like a bloated corpse. Oh my I would God. look like a cor- the corpse that they found at sea You're after like, like a year. Butterball. <laughs> be all bloated. Ew. And pale. <laughs> Have sex with me. <laughs> She'd be like, ew, no, gross. <laughs> Gross indeed. Uh, are you doing your book I club? Do. I Welcome to Mel's book club. Welcome indeed. <laughs> I read. <laughs> Welcome indeed. I read Between Two Fires by Christopher Buhlman. It came out in 2012, but apparently, um, I didn't hear about it till this year because everyone was talking about it. So apparently, it was a book this year that, or last year. Sorry, uh, it's a new year. Everyone was talking about. So it is hands down my absolute favorite read of the year. Uh, it's historical fiction, medieval horror. So it's about the year is 1348. Thomas, a disgraced knight, has 
found a young girl alone in a dead Norman village, an orphan of the Black Death and an almost unnerving picture of innocence. She tells Thomas that plague is only part of a larger cataclysm. Ooh, I said that. You said cataclysm correctly? I did, bitch. Bravo. That's all give Mel a hand. First try. Thank you. What if I was practicing in the mirror? Did you? No. I would believe it. No, I I've haven't caught you. At- I've caught you practicing before. Well, sometimes like, you have sh- to. Showed up but early. I didn't practice for this. I haven't even read these notes. Uh, that the fallen angels under Lucifer are rising in a second war on heaven and that the world of men has fallen behind the lines of conflict. Is it delirium or faith? She believed that she believes that she has seen the angels of God. She believes the righteous dead speak to her in dreams. And now she has convinced the faithless Thomas to shepherd her across a depraved landscape to Avenon. 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 Yeah. That's Avenon? A place. That's a place. Sure. <laughs> It's, you know, past France or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very fantasy word. Yeah. There she tells Thomas she will fulfill her mission to confront the evil that has devastated the earth and to restore to this betrayed murderous knight the nobility and hope of salvation he long abandoned. As hell unleashes its wrath and as the true nature of the girl is revealed, Thomas will find himself on a macabre battleground, battleground of angels, demons, saints, and the risen dead. Well, okay. So that was a lot to take in. But this the, is a great... The Risen Dead. I don't yes. think I've ever heard of The Risen That's Dead. That's what the synopsis said. Oh, that implies someone was going around raising them. Yes, they've been risen. <laughs> Rise up. Oh, Anyways. Oh, dead. <laughs> Words Zombie of people. reviewer Emma. I went... I want to use the word allegory, even though I'm not entirely sure of its meaning. I'm with you, sis. (laughs) (laughs) This was an allegory of Satan's rebellion against the heavens here on earth, an explanation for the great plague, famine, and war that swept France and Europe during the 14th century. This is a Dante-esque version of hell on earth. You know, Dante's Inferno, you know? Yeah, I I know. Read it it if you haven't. I've read excerpts. It is a fantastical... Excerpts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It is fantastical, dark, violent. The demons and monsters were throw, throw, I can't even, I don't know why I can't use this word today. Throw, throwly, throw. Thoroughly? Oh my God. You said cataclysm. We were all so (laughs) proud of you. Words. You really let us down. Oh, right. Well, they were creepy, okay? You set the bar up here and then, and then thoroughly got you. This is a sad day in Forsaken Cinema history. It's not. You really, it's really not. You really let us all down. Okay, well, yes, I did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. So You guys remember yes, right? How can you forget? I want to get it put on a t-shirt. Please, yes. Yes. This was a work Say of yes wonderful... to Forsaken Cinema. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Yes. This was a work of wonderful historical fiction set in brutal and violent times, which completely captures the medieval sensibility of superstition and fear of the supernatural embedded in the mindset of a world without science or education. It genuinely feels like the end of days. Dude, I love this book. There's like not just obviously like you know demons and angels fighting which there are which is crazy there's like mutated like giant creatures and like a jousting court of the dead what it's really really good very entertaining and it's like best of both worlds because i love like that like historical fiction medieval stuff so it's like horror fantasy it was and i need more of that in my life yeah sounds amazing i think i might actually read this i have it it if you want to borrow it it's between two fires yeah, can I borrow it if Absolutely. you're done with it? I'm done with it. I'll get it when we're done. That sounds amazing. Uh, so enjoy the burn of Between Two Fires. No need to extinguish the bright, fiery enjoyment of this novel. Very nice. Boom. Damn, amazing. we're killing it with these. Well, I guess. We are. We're like... Two people good, that kill Two people things. that are... We kill good, that thing. Good at that thing. The kill and the things. <laughs> and the 
We did it. Okay. Yay. All right. Do you have anything else? No. No. <laughs> Note. No. no. <laughs> that's a real word. No. Note. N- Note. Okay, that's enough. Nose. Let's talk. Nose. <laughs> You're just saying nose. Node. Node is no. a word. Nope. We'll all wait. <laughs> Noke. Are you having a stroke? Yes. <laughs> Blink twice if you're having a stroke. Oh my God, Melissa, get off the floor. <laughs> Somebody call 911. Stop, I'm going to pee. I don't do that. Gross. My house. Gross. <laughs> all right, let's uh, take a break. Melissa's going to drop some links. The ghost of Melissa yes. Pass is going to drop some links. And then we will talk about waxwork. Boop, 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 boop. We here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. On Twitter at Cinema Forsaken. Through email, ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. 11.45, let's go. This is the trailer for Waxwork 1988. I forgot to look. 1988. Yes, that was right. I know what I'm talking about, folks. Darkest fantasies. Ooh, voiceover guy. Your fascination Monsters. You sound like a goat. And the many unearthly elements Ooh. of the supernatural. Welcome to the Waxwork. Welcome to the Waxwork. Is it Junior or Hans? Hans. Lose yourself in it. Really? But whatever you do, don't step over the rope. Is that really their thing? Oh, yes. Stink Tartar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Michael. Miles O'Keefe. A cup of coffee. We'll talk about it. A cup of coffee. Do you know how much O'Keefe was in this movie? Miles (laughs) O'Keefe. Fuck off. (laughs) You're stupid. What the hell did you kill him for? He'd have been perfect. Oh, David Warner being all David Warnery. Oh no! Okay. 80s noises. More 80s noises. We still need two more! Vestron Pictures welcomes you into a new dimension in terror. Waxwork. 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 It's fun to say. Waxwork. Waxwork. That is the end of the trailer. All right. Uh, why don't you go ahead and wax our bikini areas with that Our synopsis. bikini areas. <laughs> All right. It's short. It's sweet. It's short. It's sweet. A wax museum owner uses his horror exhibits to unleash evil on the world. Yep. Short. Sweet. It was short. I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Muppet Christmas. Yes. Yes, Remember? it was. Remember yeah. that from Muppet the Christmas? The Fozzie Wings party. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, Fozzie Wings. Fozzie Wigs. No, it's Fozzie Wigs. Whatever. All right, who's going first for initial thoughts? Honestly, that's a great question. I actually have a short one this time. 
Okay. I don't I don't sit here and wax poetic about this. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. The, hey, I'm just trying to be you. I learned it from listening to you. <laughs> I learned it from listening to you. So, um, I guess I'll go. Yeah, I don't even remember who went. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah, go. You go. Uh, go home. We go. Very original concept, I thought. Um, this is almost like a unique take on like uh, an anthology movie mm-hmm. without it being an anthology movie. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's almost like it's an anthology movie, but instead of the wraparound being the small story, the anthology movies are the small yeah. stories and the wraparound is the big story. And I really liked that idea. I thought that was really cool. I don't know if it was intentional that they were like, okay, we're going to we're gonna flip the anthology movie on yeah. its head and we're going to do it the opposite. Maybe. But that's basically what they did, and I'm here for it. I thought that concept was very cool. Um, I love almost all the characters in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the effects. All the monster makeup was amazing. They really poured a lot of time and effort into like set designs and the practical effects and mm-hmm. all the makeup. And it really pays off, and they really made something that looks like really wonderful and really... Um, there's spots of gore in this that are like yes, really yes. gruesome and like uh, to that point, it's also like this very unique. I'm going to use the word unique a lot with this movie because I can't think of any other mm-hmm. movie that's like this movie. Um, uh, th- it's this crazy blend of like fantasy and adventure and almost like a family type movie mm. mixed with like really gruesome spots of gore and blood like people's heads getting ripped apart mm-hmm. oh Can- yeah pulled right cannibalism off cannibalism and like yeah uh s- sadistic torture and like oh yeah it's sexy torture more like it yeah right well we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> i didn't understand that at all but i enjoyed it <laughs> it's entertaining <laughs> Um, and there's a thousand references to all of these like great movies and stories that we love and it's just it's like they threw everything against the wall and it all stuck Mm -hmm. like it wasn't just like well this part worked and this part worked it's like like, let's just do everything here's the idea for the movie we're just gonna do everything all different types of tones all different Mm -hmm. monsters and characters all different scenarios throw it all against the wall and it and it all somehow stuck and it's a really fantastic fun movie to watch and i think the only thing that i can flaw this movie for is that there's a little spot in the middle that's kind of boring okay okay uh and it drags a little bit around there i know there. What you're talking about yeah um and it's a little bit too long i think i think it could have been cut a little shorter this is an hour and what is it 40 something minutes i'll tell you right now it's one hour, 35 minutes. That's it? That's it. Oh. So you hold your tongue. Well, then I'll say there, there's tiny little spots of pacing that I feel like gotcha. could have been like, can we can we hurry up? I want to get back to the monsters. Yeah. Because those are the best parts. Yeah. But other than that, and that's not even, that's that's just me being, uh, trying to be a critic. Like, that's, yeah. that's, this movie is great. It's tons of fun. And thank you to... Are we allowed to say people's Instagrams on here? Uh, we talked just, about this last time. I don't I was know. I just say I am Vans on Instagram yeah. suggests this movie. Uh, it was a great suggestion. She's Absolutely. Been, yes. Thank you. Yeah. So. For everything. Loved watch. I haven't watched this movie in forever. Oh, no. I watched it like probably last year. Oh, really? I watched it pretty periodically. I okay. love this movie. I saw it in high school. It was one of those yeah. 80s movies that I watched in high school and then didn't watch again until probably like 
five or six years ago. So yeah, I, I don't think I've seen this. Which like, is crazy because you weren't in high school for no. at least like forty Shut years. Shut your so mouth! I can't believe that. Shut your mouth! <laughs> like I'm you graduated the year old. this came out. I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking to being 37 so I could say that for a long time. You know what that's from? No. Uh, it's a line in Monty Python and the Holy uh, Grail. Okay. Where, yeah. uh, King Arthur comes up behind uh-huh. that dude and he's like, excuse me, movie, yeah. old woman. Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. And he's like, oh, man, sorry. Who lives in that castle over oh, there? Oh, and they're and like in he's the like, field. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I'm 37. And he's like, <laughs> King Arthur's like, what? And the guy goes, I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> he's oh, like, well, gosh, I did I say that. sorry about the woman thing, but from behind. <laughs> what I object to is you immediately <laughs> treat me like an inferior. Well, I am king. <laughs> I could quote, oh, he's I like, could I didn't vote for you. <laughs> I didn't vote for you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that movie so much. Such a fucking dork. Um, but yeah, I'm 37. I'm not old. What was I even saying now? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You're done, I think. Oh, no. I was going to say we watched this together at a party. I don't know if you remember or if we got drunk too quick. We probably did. That's us. I want to say it was in our old apartment. Okay. And it was like, it was seriously like nine. We were just married. Yeah. Me and, me and not, Amanda. Not us, guys. Whole, if you're yeah, listening, no, not yeah, us. No, I was married. I just got married. And you and Mike had probably just gotten married. Or maybe, I don't remember. No, I don't think you guys are married. I no, think Amanda we got and married I, like a little bit a after A year after yeah. we did. Yeah. And I want to say we were all there and we had probably. come back from a bar and we were already kind of drunk. We were like, let's Sounds put like out a movie. Sounds and like we, us. we put this on and we started watching it and making fun of it. And then I don't remember anything <laughs> after that. I don't remember that at all, but I believe you. I know for a fact I've that you and I have take your put word for this it. movie on together. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this movie. I think it's great. I think everyone should watch it. It's a, it's kind of a like must see standard like i think if, it has if to you're be in yeah. the 80s movies you know you should have seen you know obviously you should have seen like you know gremlins and ghostbusters mm-hmm. and and evil dead and yeah. all those 80s Put movies this but on the like list. this is this is on the list too yes. it's not maybe as far up as those types of movies but it's on there i agree like you gotta watch waxwork definitely it's i'll put it wherever the gate is on, on that list okay i'll put it right around there i agree yeah yeah you got to watch this movie. It's great. Cool. Zach Galligan. Come on. David Warner. We got it. Get out of here. You haven't even gotten to those facts <laughs> yet. <laughs> the what? The facts. You're just naming people. I know. I'm just saying. Even getting... I'm just saying. Get out of here. Oh, okay. I, was, I live here. <laughs> All right. Your initial thoughts. Well, I really, you know, agree with everything you said. Of course I think you this... do. Because my opinion is always right. Well, hmm. <laughs> no. Well. <laughs> I think this movie is a treat. It's funny. It's stupid at times. There's some overacting that I love. There's just... Uh, the whole thing is great. Oh, yeah. The da- visuals David are Warner great. is fucking chewing the scene. The, yeah. <laughs> the practical effects are wonderful. I love the throwbacks to the classic horrors of the 30s and 40s, like you said. Uh, this is all oh, around. a bunch of that. Just a great time. I love it. All of it. There you go. There you go. Initial thoughts. I love it. Boom. Drop the mic. All right. Do I have to? No, don't. It's expensive and it's mine. (laughs) Actually, it's mine. That one's mine. You gave it to me. It's mine. Oh, right. I gave it to you for... Yeah. uh, (laughs) Ha ha. Fuck off. Was it a Christmas gift or a birthday gift? No take back. Birthday gift. I have no idea. I don't remember. But yes, that is your mic. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. So those are our initial thoughts. Uh, We're going to 
hit you with some frightening facts. Spoilers, ahoy hoy. Oh, spoilers, ahoy hoy. Just because we never do it in time, and then we start saying things, and we're like, oh, shit. I know, and then we forget. But I want to say what I said before, because I thought it was a a good intro into frightening facts. No, I'm not going to do that. Frightening facts. (laughs) What? What? I don't know what you were going to do. I was going to turn it up. I always turn it up so you can hear it. No, I I mean, because you were like, you just said, oh, I'm not going to do that. I know how much. Well, I was going to. Never mind. I, I, I said, <laughs> not, I don't want to explain it now. I liked the way that I introed into Frightening Facts and then you said a bunch of shit about spoilers. And I was oh. like, gosh, you ruined my little intro. Aww. And then I was going to say it again. And then and then I just sounded like a crazy person. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> All right. Uh, Frightening Facts, crew and cast. Excuse me. Hold on one second. <coughs> You all right there, Chief? Yeah, I'm getting a little parched. Might have to pause and get a drink. Are uh, you thirsty? This is, are you thirsty? <laughs> uh, this is directed by Anthony Hickox uh, and written by Anthony Hickox. I want to say it was written by some other people too, but maybe not. Well, I mean, I guess you could say like a lot of the stories that he takes yeah. from were written by other people. That's fair. The cast, uh, the wonderful Zach Galligan. Uh, Jennifer Basie, Joe Baker, Deborah Foreman, Michelle Johnson, David Varner, David Varner. <laughs> um, David Warner has been in so many. He's such a great character actor. Um, yeah. yeah. From Titanic to this. <laughs> ice Cream Man. <laughs> to Ice Cream Man. <laughs> I'm drawing blanks. Because oh, every time in, uh, you put yourself on the spot like that. He was in that John Carpenter movie. He was in, in the, the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of Madness, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's been a ton of stuff. I love I love seeing David, David Varner. I don't know why I can't say Warner without saying Varner. Eric Brown, Claire Carey. Claire Carey. Buckley Norris <laughs> as lecturer. Oh, gosh. Dana Ashbrook. Micah Grant. Maha- okay. Mahali Michu Mazaros. As Hans Mm -hmm. or Junior or whatever you want to call him. I got really confused as to the history of the name because they named him Hans and then apparently they changed his name to Junior for the movie. Oh. So I'm not sure. We'll figure that out soon. (laughs) Do I need to keep reading? Yes. I do. Jack David Walker, John Reese davies My ox. Yeah. John Reese davies That's Gimli from Lord of the Rings, if anyone didn't know. Yeah, but he's been in other like 90s shit that, oh, I, re- sure. that I remember. I remember seeing him in, in a lot of things. Nelson Welch. I almost, I almost said Nelson Welch Nelson, but for some reason it lists the names twice. Miles O'Keefe <laughs> are in this movie. <laughs> Christopher Bradley, Tom McGreevy, Irene Olga Lopez, Charles McCoffin. You can't stop now. Uh, looks like it. Oh, Marquis de Sade. J. Kenneth Campbell. He was a big... I like you're saying that with a convi- conviction. Conviction. What? Their names, but I don't know who you're talking about. Marquis de Sade? Yeah. This is the dude that was whipping everybody. That's not the actor's name. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so you don't know who... Mc- you. I know who he is now because I researched it, but I had no, no. idea who Marquis de Sade is. He's a real person, though. Yes. Yes. He's an author. Oh, he is the, and I'll get into this. He is the person from which the word sadism oh. is coined. Oh, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that sort <laughs> of thing. Yeah, you like hurting people. Uh, no, I like the other thing. <coughs> Masochism. You like to be hurt. I mean, 
right. I'm freaky. Leave me alone. I'm freaky. Like a little pain with your pleasure. <laughs> all right. So you can use fat. I have a ton of facts. I'm not going to read all these. I'll read some. I'm sure we have some similar <clears throat> ones, but. I'm sure. Um, There were three characters. Yes, this was the most interesting one. Wow. That were supposed to be displays in the waxwork, but left out of the film for legal reasons. Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, five children from Village of the Damned, <laughs> and The Thing. I could have sworn I saw a, th- a little Thing reference. There's a. I think there was, but it I was watched, like not enough I wa- to. I get watched them sued. this twice because of the length of time that went apart from watching it the first time to this time. And I also skimmed through it today. And during oh, yeah? during the end scene, you see a guy mm-hmm. in like a parka mm-hmm. with the hat and a beard, and you see this weird slug kind of alien. Yeah. So I think these are submitted. A lot of these IMDb things are submitted by people that like like oh this is what I saw. They could have missed it. I'm almost positive there's a the thing in this movie. I don't know. Looked like it to me. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth one though coincidence. Uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein, Kane Hodder. Was portrayed by Kane Hodder, yeah. Yeah, who did stunt work for this film. Uncredited, though. Has an uncredited role of Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. All right, go ahead. Uh, The screenplay was written in only three days. Wow. That's insane. That is insane. And my last fun fact, uh, I think I need more info on this fact, actually. Uh, Maybe even a photo. In order for director Anthony Hickox to get certain cuts of the film past executive producer Dan Ireland, he persuaded his brother to parade around set in tight denim shorts this tactic worked as most of the final cut was intact on completion of the picture i need to know more about this fact please he played around in tight denim shorts to distract the executive producer so was the executive producer like into him or just easily distracted had to have been into him and like can we see the shorts can we how see how short were the shorts can we please see the shorts exhibit a show us please, the shorts please Shorts, that's, that's pretty funny though regardless i know that's <laughs> like, crazy and i can't believe they shared like, that hey, fact man, with us. this executive producer thinks you're super hot like no he's super creepy and i'm not gay well you're gonna but, have yeah to, show you, some thighs you're gonna have to do us a favor <laughs> here put these on that's pretty funny um <laughs> this is funny uh galligan zach galligan hated that hickox made him tuck his shirt in oh, for the yeah, scene where his that. character leads the police into the wax museum he recalls catching the movie on usa's up all night do you remember that I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Um, and hearing host Gilbert Gottfried say, we'll be right back with Waxwork starring Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> I almost yeah. said Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Zach Galligan after 40 cheeseburgers. Oh, man. That's messed up. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to have to stop in a minute and get a drink. Uh, I think there's more than this. I don't agree that there's 18. I bet I could find more. But maybe this person's right. But he claims, or he or she, or whoever wrote this, claims there was 18. 18 wax horror exhibits are seen, including Count Dracula, mm-hmm. Fan of the Opera, a mm-hmm. witch, the Marquis de Sade, a werewolf, a mummy, a voodoo priest, a zombie, an urban legend killer, an axe murderer, mm-hmm. the invisible man, Frankenstein's monster, an invasion of the body snatcher's pod, a demonic baby from its alive, an alien creature, a cobra man circus freak, Jack the Ripper, Mr. Hyde, and a golem. I'm almost positive I saw the Thing reference. I'm almost positive I saw a pumpkin head reference. Oh, I don't. I am almost yeah. positive that I saw a, or I know that there was a uh, feed me Seymour, mm-hmm. um, yeah, little shop of horrors reference. Yes. There's more than eighteen. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe it's just that that person didn't. You know? Yeah. 
There's definitely more. I did appreciate the little demonic baby from It's Alive. I remember doing that yeah. movie on this show. Oh, yes. That's that a great was one. a really funny episode. Uh, There's more. All right. Um, I was going to read a whole bunch about um, Hans Jr. There's mm-hmm. a lot. He was he played Alf in scenes that featured yes, the little creature walking. Which is cool. He did a bunch of stuff. He was in Look Who's Talking. Yeah. And he played a, l- a bunch of little people roles. But that's pretty much all that that says. Okay. Uh, last one I'll do. After the policeman visits the waxwork with Mark, he realizes that many of the statues of the victims resemble missing people. Wait, the mummy. Did it even list the mummy? I guess not. No, this there's way more than eighteen. Oh, I'm this sure there person was. Person sucks. Yeah. Whoever wrote that, there's way more than eighteen. Where was I? <coughs> he realizes many of the statues of victims resemble missing people from posters he had seen. These posters are actually just copies of one of the posters from the opening credits of the Lost Boys. Mm. All of the missing post person posters have a single photo of a missing adult, but the posters all have the same information of two missing children on the poster what? william g bailey 72662 sandy blonde hair brown eyes missing since august 7th 1977 1979 or 73 you can't really tell i guess mm-hmm. call the santa carla police department yes. <laughs> susan wilbur 53069 black hair blue eyes missing since february 6th 1983 nice so i thought that was a nice little yeah, they Aww. really did a lot. They really, That's so cool. they really I never even noticed that. Paid homage to a lot of horror movies in this. All right. The house in the opening scene was also used in Willard and Witchboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has since been retired as a filming location. Highly recommend Witchboard. I think I talked about this on, that on this show before recently. Did I talk about Witchboard? Uh, it's been a while. I, I know think. I watched it. Yeah. No, I think I talked about I it the like last it. couple of episodes ago. Maybe. Last couple of episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not proper? I don't grammar? know what that means. I don't know. I just need to get a drink. Hold on. We're going to take a break. All right. We're back. And I'm alive. Just, I have a oh, I'm tired. Dry, th- dry throat. <laughs> Very dry throat. You've been quenched. I have. It has been quenched. Uh, what we're talking about? I was talking about witch board for some reason. Yes. Bitch board. Bitch board. They should watch uh, witch board. Is that it for frightening facts? That's it. I think that's, that's it. okay. So we're on to what's to like. Who's going first on this one? Well, you just did. Don't you? Don't we go in that order? Oh, I guess we can. All right, I'll go. All right, I'm going right now. Please. Here go. I go. Uh, what is to like? Um, the score in this movie really stands out oh, to me. Yeah. It's very it's zany and fun. Very prominent mm-hmm. part of this movie, and they really. It does a great job of kind of blending all the different tones because mm-hmm. it has its own feel, like its own vibe, but it yeah. it changes and kind of morphs throughout the movie when we're, you know, when we're in <clears throat> um, St. What's it called? Marquis de Sade. Mm-hmm. When we're in that time, it's playing that like old, it's got like yeah. the harpsichord music, but it still feels the same as the rest of the movie. And when in other parts, you know, when they're in the zombie, they're, they're doing the whole... Um, Night of the Living Dead thing. Yeah, it plays yeah. music similar to that, but it still always has its own kind of feel. And so I th- I think the score really morphs its way through this movie seamlessly and is 
kind of like the backbone yeah to the tone of this movie and i just love it like opens with that like slap and swingy jazz music oh, yeah, yeah, i yeah. Like, love that yeah and whenever we're in present day it's doing yeah so it's a really really well written score and it mm-hmm. like i said it really stood out and it really is a great part of this movie um and yeah adds to the whimsicalness whenever it needs to be mm-hmm. like adventure you know and it plays you know like i said it just it really goes well with every scene they really it really feels like they took a lot of care to like you know really cater each part to because there are a lot of wildly different mm-hmm. parts to this movie and yeah the score works through all of them so i think it's really great i second um, that i second that Zach, Gaff- I thought this was so funny and bizarre, and I don't know why it's there, but I'm glad it is. And I don't know if it's some kind of storytelling vehicle to like develop his character to show you quickly, mm-hmm. like this is who this character is. Yeah. But Zach Galligan's relationship with his mother is very bizarre. I don't like that. That's a thing not so. Like. We, get, we get a very small glimpse of it. Oh yeah uh and it's very weird and really funny to me but mm-hmm. like it's supposed to be but why is it there i don't know so he's clearly like 20 years old at least he's yeah. probably 21 22 because he can drink um and she's treating him like a child yes he has to he's drink like a straight milk. up he has to drink his drink your milk before you go to college which i don't understand why anyone would have a problem doing yeah because you just you drink milk every day i all do day. i had milk before i came over here that's disgusting i had a hot dog and i had a glass of milk oh my god hot dog with mustard and a glass how of milk. fucking old are you <laughs> i'm 37 i'm not old <laughs> oh beautiful you know what i will defend my milk drinking but habits. with a hot dog what it's great no Wa- with a cookie maybe wash it all down Mm-mm. tall cool glass of delicious milk i'm not having this conversation <laughs> i think we should end the episode here no <laughs> i will defend we milk, know milk drinkers unite we're gonna need that on a shirt or some shit yeah well, <laughs> no one will buy it except me <laughs> <laughs> seriously if you drink milk and you like milk i need some support no no <laughs> please do not reach support out him. don't not support like i need help do not encourage <laughs> him he needs help i know i need i need help and support in he, this is going to be an in intervention def- in an defending intervention. my position grown up people grown up grown ups <laughs> us grown up could drink milk too <laughs> it's okay okay <laughs> what else did milk. you like i don't like it when it's ice cold though i like it to be like a little warmer no. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did that make gosh. it even weirder i don't want to be friends with um anyway enough of the milk uh that's the first time it's come up in a while yeah sure it probably hasn't yeah um but she tells him he, like he can't have coffee he can have coffee yeah. when he's a big boy and like jenkins has to sneak him his coffee i don't i hope this isn't your favorite line um but the line when he's like no no he's like mom i need the caffeine <laughs> badly <laughs> bizarre line yeah and it's delivered so strangely and he's obviously like a rich dude so like just go to the store yeah well eventually after this well, um, gives after him, she's like finish yeah. your milk for you to college he gets up and he goes and drinks coffee and smokes with the, with the butler jenkins yeah here's your caffeine sir and he drinks his coffee here's like your the stereotypical so like the only thing i could come up with as to why this scene was put there because like if you just look at a face value you're like what am I watching? Why is this happening? This is the most yeah. bizarre thing. I guess it's just to set up the character very quickly. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this guy's spoiled and is also very rebellious. Yes. So 
boom, off into the world you go. That's all you need to know about this character. Um, the first dude to go to the waxwork realm, I thought, was really, really funny. Oh, my gosh. The werewolf one? Yeah. And, like, he steps over that line to get his lighter, and he's got a bad wig on. Yeah, and he got that bad, <laughs> terrible wig on. It's so bad. And he comes to the conclusion very quickly, and he's he's immediately convinced. Yeah. Like, he jumps to two conclusions. It's like, oh, man, it's crazy LSD. No, wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm hypnotized. Yeah. What? That is the craziest conclusion. It, and he's immediately sold. He's like, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. I'm being hypnotized. Yeah. And through the whole segment, he's, like, he's, like, yelling, right. he's like yelling at the sky and the people who hypnotized him like they can see inside his mind. Well, oh, you man. know, he thinks it he's tripping balls or so, something. He doesn't know. So funny. And he's trying to reason with this guy that's turning into a werewolf. He's like, why don't we sit down and have some coffee and talk about it? Uh, yeah, so that funny. was John Reese Davies is the werewolf. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. That's that's probably my favorite. Or fluffy, as I call him. That's one of my favorite little segments. I I find it so freaking funny. This dude like trying to like reason with this guy. He doesn't even know where he is. He yeah. assumes he's hypnotized, and he's trying to reason with the person turning into a werewolf. Yeah. Excellent. Like, right. oh, I'll be I'll be out there. I'll um, be back. Yeah. We'll right, have some go, tea. Yeah. Get some wood or come back in. We'll have some coffee. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. The guy's turning into a werewolf. <laughs> Amazing writing. I, Incredible. I think that part is so hilarious. And also contained within that scene is one of the best spots of gore. When oh, that yeah. dude the the werewolf rips that guy's head off. Also, yeah. werewolf design thought it was awesome i loved him i thought he was yeah. extra like they kind of made him like a little ugly but he yeah. was, i thought he was adorable yeah i thought it was really cool you could tell i think they were influenced a little bit too he looks he looks a little similar to the werewolf in london mm-hmm. werewolf. i definitely think they took some great inspiration yeah, yeah, yeah. from a lot of other movies so yeah would not be surprised yep loved that segment it's one of my favorite little segments in this it's hilarious it's gruesome um and yeah the kid turning a werewolf sucks too man mm-hmm. um Okay, I got one more, and then you can go. I really love how all of these stories are like classic, fun stories. You have the Invisible Man at one point, Frankenstein. The Invisible Man is not a fun story. I love it, but he goes crazy, guys. But you know, it's like... Frankenstein. You have Dracula. You have, I think, pretty sure Pumpkinhead. Yeah, yeah, Phantom of the Opera. All of these, yeah, Phantom of the Opera. Creature of the Black Lagoon. You got all these fun... Mm -hmm. Almost some of them are kind of silly and they're really lighthearted. You know, Night of the Living Dead, Zombies, mm-hmm. Dracula, Pod People, Pod yeah. People, I Invasion of the it. Body Snatchers, all this. And then you have Marquis de Sade. Yes, freaky, eeky. What is he doing here? Oh, he's having a what? good time. That's what he's doing. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little history on Desade. Please. Or Desade, or however you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, it's however you want. I'm to. just saying Desade because of Sado Mask, Sadis. Yeah. Um, that's probably but it could be sad. Yeah. Uh, Desade is best known. This is this is Desade. He was a he was a philosopher and author mm-hmm. uh, from France that's, in yeah. I want to say the 17th century, 18th century, something like that. Long, long time ago. <laughs> um, I didn't write that part down. Gotcha. And I'm you know I do light research for the show. 18th century. 18th century. Yeah, I was gonna say 17th end of end of yeah end of the 18th century. Right? No. I don't know. It's and just the, the 18th, 16th century. Uh, it's just the 18th century. Anyway, so probably whatever. the beginning of that. So, Anyway, Desade is best known for his erotic works, which combine philosophical discourse with pornography, hey. depi- depicting sexual fantasies 
with an emphasis on violence, suffering, anal sex, which oh. he, he coined the term sodomy, mm-hmm. crime, and blasphemy against Christianity. He was not a fan of Christianity. All right. Uh, he, was a pro- he was a proponent of absolute freedom, which I also am. Unrestrained <laughs> by... Uh, no, I'm not. Never mind. Unrestrained by morality, religion, or law. I don't think that we should be unrestrained by about morality. Gotcha there. The words, yeah, say, yeah that's. <laughs> he was like, you should be allowed to do whatever you no. want to whoever you want, whenever you want. No. The words sadism and sadist are derived in reference to the works of fiction he wrote, which portrayed numerous acts of sexual cruelty. I read about one of the novels that he read called Justine, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just this story about this woman who had a horrible life, who basically went through her whole life um, from one abuse to the next. She was gang raped by oh monks she God. she was in a monastery and just raped by monks wait and this it, does say he did write the 120 days of Sodom. okay so that was him i yeah. i like i said i briefly we were talking before the show started and i was talking about that I, yeah jesus. i was huh i said jesus i don't know how though no his name is on this but it, it says it's from yeah. 1904 but he died in 1814 so i don't know but he didn't finish the work okay. it was an unfinished okay. work that supposedly got lost during the revolution in france but yeah. somehow it survived and they found it. Oh my God. And it passed from family to family to family to family. Yeah. But anyway, um, he wrote this book called Justine, which is about this girl, like I said, that was just that was just missed mostly by the church because like he hated Christianity. Mm-hmm. And he just had the, the people from the church and she was getting passed around. She just had a horrible life and she was just sexually abused from the time she was a child to like basically the Jesus. end of her life. And it just and that's my point. It's like, okay, yeah, that's horrific. And it, it you could classify that as horror. Mm-hmm. But like, and it you're throwing it in to this like whimsical so adventure weird. movie with fucking like hammer movie monsters yes, and hammer, the classic, yeah. classically written Dracula that, that are pure fantasy mm-hmm. and just pure like fun mo- for the most part. You know what I mean? And we just read them because we enjoy them. And then you have the the origin of sadism <laughs> thrown in there. It's really bizarre. This woman's getting... Also, Sarah, is she possessed? They're possessed, Yeah, right? I don't know because she's really into it. She is very yeah. into it. She doesn't want him to stop. I think he says at one point that like you're being possessed. And I think that the people that go into the Waxburg thing... Yeah. Because if you look at the girl that went in with dracula and she tries to save her fiance i think they become like possessed yeah with the waxwork that's maybe. possible yeah because she was like unless she's got some suppressed mm, maybe who knows? Hidden, she's, maybe she's freaky hidden stuff down in there well fun fact he was ordered arrested by napoleon bonaparte yes and because of justine and juliet the other book he wrote so yeah he spent a lot of time in prisons and an insane asylum so but the only things that he was really guilty for were like a couple of orgies. Well, he also had a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old. So. Oh, well, they didn't care about that shit back then. Yeah, but still gross. Well, yeah, gross, but they're not going to... Yeah, yeah awful. Know. Don't condone it whatsoever. But, but he was arrested but, and in but prison because they, of his books. Yeah, yeah, back then they wouldn't have arrested for, no, for that. No, not for that, no. Um, but yeah, I just... I always think it's it's like... Yeah, that's so weird. That's like, what's like, the choice? Why is this here? This is horrific shit. This is heavy, like... Yeah, that's a choice. And, like, he, like the, the prince or whoever he was, he wanted to say 
to kill her by whipping her. Yeah. Because it was like getting him off. It's, and it's, it's getting her off too. Oh, very much so. That, yeah, he even says like she had her first orgasm yeah. at the end of my whip. Crazy. In this movie though, mm-hmm. it's just, it really sticks out. And yeah. I mean, it makes the movie more fun to talk about and more fun to watch because you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. exactly. But uh, I just I thought I'd bring that up. That's really okay. crazy to me. Every time I see this movie, it's like, why, why is this here? This is so <laughs> intense. But that's all I have for... I mean, I could sit here and name scene yeah, I've just seen, but yeah. I'm not going to. I, right. I love so much about this movie. I'll add some things to that. <laughs> so we already went over the classic horrors. I love that. Obviously, I'm a big on the Universal yes. and Hammer Yes, we know horror, of your love. So. Great. I love that. We talked about the score, which is great because actually Mike actually walked by and commented on it when I was watching it. You can't not. It's yeah. really great. It is. Uh, there's that bizarre slow motion football shots. Yeah. The, the lights just flickered. The ghost said stop. <laughs> stop what? I don't know. Like that fun, like weird choices here, like the bizarre slow motion football shots while the group of friends are talking <laughs> on the bleachers and made me laugh. The repeated line, oh, that's got to hurt. Like, I don't know why they kept saying that. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, oh, that's got to hurt. And when he was like rejected or something, he was like, oh, that one hurt or some stupid yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, you know the killer oh, waxwork yeah, scenes are great. The door. Oh, can we talk? Can we talk about real quick? Yeah, go for uh, so it. So I don't have to bring it up later. But you talked about like slow motion, like when they're on the bleachers. Yeah. And there's that football game going on. Yeah, that's like a practice or there's, something. There's yeah, and the one chick China is into yeah. one of the football players. The, the so there's has. a scene when they're they're all talking and they they get up to leave and there's just one last scene from the football players. And I guess the main football guy that they're talking about didn't like something that the other player did. Yeah. And like punches him yeah. with his arm. In in the helmet, uh-huh. he punches him in the helmet mm-hmm. with his arm, and we hear this. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm so glad you brought that yeah. up. That is not the sound. You of didn't notice. They use that sound a lot at the end of the at movie the with end, that yes. brawl. It's constant. It's all you hear, and then throughout the entire last fight scene, twenty minutes yeah. of the movie is this. Again, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> is so funny that's great uh, yes yeah i love that it just really stood like out that. to me like yeah. what why did you choose that noise they knew how silly it was yeah. um like we said the guy's shitty wig was great uh the oh, creature God. designs we love the werewolf i fluffy is what i called him like fluffy. i said i loved it the way he looked was great he's adorable um you don't want to call him Peach Fuzz? Peach Fuzz. Uh, no, that name's taken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, China's Dracula dress, because she goes into the Dracula scene, is giving me like Labyrinth Ball vibes. Oh, like, yeah. It's a very nice dress. I feel like that was like kind of like a, oh, like, you know, like a tribute to that a little bit, because that came out before this. Uh, I just love absolutely how bloody it is by the end of that, her segment. Oh, my God. Yeah, because yes. it's a white dress, like covered in blood. I love all of that stuff. Yeah um and there's some really stupid silly stuff here like the main character is such a douche but he has the housekeeper do his homework (laughs) and she's like i don't know that was funny and it's just stupid also who gives what kind of realistic like yeah uh professor would give a kid 60 60 pages no one's gonna do that man get the fuck out of here and every time I rewatch this, I always forget how crazy and outlandish the ending is. Like, there's a massive brawl. Like the it's like a bar month, fight. Yeah, <laughs> like the people are coming because they've been like following the waxwork guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
they're like about to fight and then like all the creatures it's a lot of fun it's like the most like i wrote the most exaggerated punching noises uh do you have that for us thank you <laughs> great and you have the zombie <laughs> baby like uh oh yeah the it's a live baby yeah so and ripe jenkins but thanks ripe the real jenkins r.i.p jenkins the butler remember oh he, like, yeah he gets yeah he gets killed real real vip there yeah he was ride or die man yeah he was it definitely die he has definitely died <laughs> so uh and yeah he rode our hearts wow <laughs> raw <Okay>. dog <laughs> <laughs> and now we're pregnant <laughs> with love yes with love babies <laughs> i'm calling the police <laughs> anyways that's what i love this movie is great so uh were there things you didn't like there buddy pal buddy pal buddy pal guy what did you call me the other day in text you were like buddy man or something <laughs> i was like what <laughs> big guy i don't know no you called no you call me buddy guy yeah buddy guy <laughs> all right calm down <laughs> Um, I didn't like this. Well, I don't know if I didn't like this because I ain't trying to, you know, I ain't trying to be mad at David Warner. I'm not trying to say that he's anything, but like when they first meet David Warner, David Warner being the owner of the West yes. Museum, bad guy, uh, a chick China is like, she's like really into him. Yo, she's thotty. Yeah. She's like, she's like, Hey, she was all about like, you know, she was DTF. But she was all about, like, you know, doing what she wants and, that's you true. know, sexual, the healthy sexual power and yeah. women's... Dig it or fuck off. That, that's my quote. You better stop. <laughs> I knew it was. <laughs> um, and I like that about her. So, yeah. I mean, I, I got no problem with that at all. That's not what I'm saying. Is is David Warner attractive? I think she just was trying to hook up with an older man who had money. You think so? Because she was, they were talking. Like, she's like, oh, what I need is an older, rich man. That's true. So, there you go. But is David Warner attractive? Not to me okay and i like older men but not. i was gonna me. say because i was really questioning i was like do other people because i remember finding out but that also you can't ask me i think steve buscemi's attractive i know but i remember finding out how many women think that chet atkins is attractive chet and atkins. just being look this up. just being like what i'm gonna be honest just the name Why? chet makes me angry you know who chet atkins the is singer or musician no right there's a musician named Chet Tom Atkins. Atkins. Why do I always say Chet Atkins? Tom Atkins from Halloween 3? Yes, Tom Atkins. Yes, Chet Atkins is an old I American I songwriter. I don't know why he's not I attractive. always say Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Yes, he's got why? the funk. I don't know. He's got the funk? It's his butt. Dude, I honestly don't know why I say Ch I say Chet Atkins first all no. the time. I really don't Tom think Tom Atkins. Atkins is that hot. It's the mustache. It's they show his booty, you know. <laughs> And he really? just fucks everyone's moms. That's all I know. He looks like he smells like a thousand cigarettes. You're probably right, but I don't know, man. I don't get it. But so did my dad. So I then I started to wonder if that was like saying it's like do do. But I always thought that was like a joke, the Tom Atkins thing. I always thought that was just like a funny no. like meme thing. No. Like oh, Tom Atkins will fuck your mom or some shit. Like that's <laughs> what they, what it is. I mean, maybe I've I've known a lot of women. I've seen a lot of women online that legit seem like they really are into tom atkins it's not for me okay sorry <clears throat> okay here's here's the thing that that i want to get into and you can tell me what you think um the scene where china first stumbles into the waxwork realm okay she's mm -hmm. with dracula mm -hmm. and she's at dinner yeah and she's got the steak tartare yes <laughs> oh, steak tartare right you should have the sauce Okay. Ooh, the lady doesn't want the sauce. Why did he talk like that? He talked, he whispered, and he talked like his mouth was too <gasps> small to get his words Dude, out. Dude, he was trying to be like, 
sexy <laughs> he was just real creepy honestly because like i wrote here like and not to like dracula should be hotter he was like not yeah. smoldering enough he was trying really hard well but like Mile, he Miles was O'Keefe. not doing it for me back in the day though man miles o'keefe was wasn't he huge yeah i don't know he, he was wasn't. like a real like ladies dude wasn't he he just, i don't know a lot about him as far as dracula goes he wasn't doing it for me i'm sorry no i'm just saying that like i don't know yeah, he, he was, was Tarzan in the first Tarzan the Ape Man movie. Yes, uh, yes, he was. In, so yes. obviously, ladies. No, love I that. remember this now. Yes, he was very much like people were like, "Oh, Miles O'Keefe." Oh yeah, I could see that. Oh, um, he was fit as fuck. Yeah, but it's just not for me. But he's like, his acting is really odd in this segment. Yeah, it was a choice. He was talking strange. He was making weird eye movements. He really came off creepy. Yeah. And not creepy in like, like, like I'm, yes. I'm afraid of Dracula's going to kill me. It's like, I'm afraid Gra- Dracula's going to try to grope me. Yeah. Like, he definitely seemed creepy cross. the fuck off, man. And so was his son. Yeah. Oh, it might be a little salty. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. I thought the me. vamp ladies are pretty, though. Oh, but the sauce makes the dish. Yeah, it was so okay, weird. Buddy. I didn't like it. Steak tartare. Oh yes, steak tartare. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Get out of here. Um. Okay, but but he's at. Uh, she comes in and she's at dinner with all of them, and she sits down. And she's like, "Oh, it's been a while since so I had steak tartare." And she mm-hmm. pours the sauce, and they all start to eat. And finally, Dracula like gives the go ahead or whatever. And he starts does. eating like Every- fucking animals. Dude, I was listening to this in headphones. I was watching oh, it on no, my computer, don't do that. and I ripped them off because it was like, yeah. They all immediately start eating like animals. Seriously, I wrote that. I was like, the way they're eating dinner, chew and swallow oh, before you put another bite in your mouth. Dude. Have your vampy, pa- have your vampy parents taught you anything? <laughs> your vampy parents taught you anything, dude? I ripped my headphones off and I almost threw up. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, it was disgusting. Also. Why does it seem like there's a stereotype with vampires that they're super messy eaters? I guess so, yeah. Every fucking vampire movie you watch, it doesn't matter which one, mm-hmm. there is at least one scene where a vampire has drank blood. It could be like Daybreakers. We did yeah. Daybreakers. Sam Neill's all Oh, they're cla- all messy in that Sa- one. <laughs> Sam Neill's like super classy. Yeah. He's got tons of money. And there's a scene where he's like swilling yeah. blood around in a wine glass and he takes a sip. He still gets a little dribble on his... Always. They're always wiping their mouths. Like, you'll see that in every scene. Oh, just don't so try. But you need why? Blood. Why? It's like, I would be offended if I was a vampire. Like, yo, we don't fucking eat like this. Well... We're not... Or maybe maybe it's true. Maybe it's, a complaint with Maybe HR. it's real. Maybe they are messy eaters. We'll find out. I just don't well, get we it. we become vampires, finally. Just for real. Get a fucking napkin. Yeah. Why is that a thing? I don't know. You're vampires. Like I said, vampire parents t- taught them nothing. You're not toddlers. Okay, you didn't just learn how to eat. Right. You're hundreds of years old in most t- cases. That's true. Wipe your fucking mouth. Exactly. Chew first. Drink your blood without getting it all over your face. Meatball. Meatball. Me- meatball sees me getting mad. Come here. Thank you. Maybe the teeth get in the way. I don't know. Maybe that's got something to do with it. Like they eat and the teeth is like all in the way. All right, so guys. Any vampires out there? Could you send in? <laughs> Answer our questions, please. I want to know why this, where this stereotype came from. Is it just directors being like, "Oh no, you gotta, you gotta have blood on your yeah. mouth there"? Because like I don't know who you are. Yeah, they the have teeth to know and your, the fashion. It, don't it, give it away. If they don't have it, if they don't have the blood, they want to know you're a vampire. <laughs> like what? And every time it grosses me out. And every time, every time I see it, it irritates me. Yeah. What, dude? Why? Anyway, 
<laughs> sorry, sorry for the rant. I just don't get well, it. That's what I've, we're here for. I've to never hear you rant. I've never got that. Like it. Uh, okay, I I know what you're going for. You don't cl- complain about werewolves. They make messes too. But they're animals. Yeah. These people were like sophisticated, like millionaires. Maybe that's the stereotype that we think they're sophisticated, but really they're just trailer they're just park vampires. Savages that didn't learn how to eat correctly. Yeah. God, you're vampires. You're not toddlers. Clean, clean it up. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right. Officially, and 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 rant. Anything else you didn't like there, pal? Oh yeah, I got a couple things. Well, uh, there's a scene in the beginning where the main characters are watching. It. I already did that. I already talked about that. That was the, mm-hmm. the that was the <coughs> that stuff. Yep. Um. Okay, I'm not gonna do everything, but I am gonna talk about this. What? <laughs> what? And I love this about '80s movies. And they always got to do it in 80s movies. And it's an 80s movies thing. And I get that. But still, I got to bring it up. Why is the cop so fucking oh, mean man. and dumb? Yeah. That's a stereotype. It's hilariously Talk stupid. Talk about vampire stereotypes. Right? Now we're talking about cop stereotypes. They're that- dumb in the 80s. <laughs> Certified. My uh, Google document uh, uh, autocorrected this word. Uh, Zach Galavanting <laughs> uh, gives this psycho cop a lead at a case with like a, there's like a lot of missing people and he gives him yeah. a, he gives him a maybe not a solid lead but he gives him something the cop has nothing yeah you yeah. think he would be like oh shit I have nothing thank you like this is at least something no. I'll look into it right away and he's like you better be right about this you asshole kid yeah, it's like yelling at him for no reason. Yeah, I don't Why get was it. he so mad? He was immediately pissed off. And he's like, you better be right about this. I was like, Why does he have to be right? <laughs> you, ha- you have a cold case with no leads and nothing to do. Right. What are you so mad about, bro? Like, <laughs> what are you, Why are you mad? Why are you so pissed off? Anyway, I actually really enjoyed watching him die in the mummy scenario because he mm-hmm. was just so fucking annoying. Agreed. Uh, I didn't understand it. Why did I, have to, I think Die Hard is one of the movies where it's like the wor- the most blatant is that that cop, mm-hmm. uh, the one, the the dude from uh, uh, Breakfast Club, is the cop, and he's yeah. just such. He's like Sergeant Powell's giving him all this good information and theories, and like yeah, he's trying yeah. to talk about it, and he's like, Jesus, Powell, you act <laughs> like you know him. Like, shut up, like go away. <laughs> it's the eighties, I yeah. guess. But why? I thought that was funny. Um, one of the best scenes in this movie, I think you kind of already talked about it. Um, and I know this is what's not to like, so I'm going to get into it. The scene with the vampires and China's fiance on the table mm-hmm. with all the skin and meat on his lower leg missing. Yeah. I know you said you liked it. And I like it too, but it's... Well, I'm not like... It's pretty goofy. not like crazy about the scene. It's just I like that she starts out with that beautiful white gown and then oh, yeah, it's, it's covered head to toe. Yeah. And the scene does look cool. It's all white and stuff. I liked mm-hmm. the set design, um, and the 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 makeup and you know effects and stuff. But this dude has all of the meat on his lower leg gone. Yeah. No cauterizing and no stitches. No nothing, nothing else. Just yeah. meat hanging out. This dude would one hundred percent be dead. Yeah. He he's would, just hanging out there. Just, yeah. Eh. He's not. He doesn't even seem like he's that in that much pain. Only when she like falls on it or something. Yeah, which you would have no more. All the nerves are gone. Yeah, you wouldn't even feel that. I don't know. Like I have he, both my legs. Like like he, something happens with his foot. <clears throat> they touch his foot. You have no nerves connecting your foot to your leg. How could you even feel that? 
Good question, pal. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I still love it. I still think it's amazing and funny, but like, I, come on, details, guys. <laughs> you could have done better than that. Um, but that whole scene just seems kind of goofy to me because one, he's like telling her all this stuff and he's very coherent and very talking. Yeah. And the other vampire comes down and it's really gross and almost bothers me that he like takes a chunk of meat out of his leg and like eats it in front of him. Yeah. I like that. Ugh. It's gross. I loved it. Loved that part. But then he comes down and he starts chasing the girl around the table. I yeah. just wanted, like, And it's so silly yeah, though. I just wanted Benny Hill music exactly. to start playing. Like, That's what they should have did. I thought that <laughs> would have been wonderful. Yeah. Because it was intentional. That whole scene, that really, they could have gone for either tone there. Yeah. They could have gone for really gruesome because it looked great. You know what I mean? They yeah. could have gone for really horrific. No, they went for funny. But they went for <laughs> slapstick funny shit, which is, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at it. It's, it's a fun scene. Um, I like it, but it is very silly. Yeah. And I really liked his head exploding from the crucifix. Mm-hmm. So that was so, great. Yep. That's it? That's it. Oh, I forgot. To, I put this at the, uh, what's not to like, but we are kind of already talked about it. I really like the ending. The ending is just the ending is great. chaotic so, yeah. nonsense bar fight. With a bunch of entities and creatures that should have been easily and like old people, they should have been easily capable to overcome. Oh yeah, fucking Frankenstein should have been ripping heads off. Yeah, yeah. just oh fucking werewolves there. Yeah, they would have just been tearing these people apart. There's no way a bunch of it's fun. Bunch of these old heads are taking on like yeah yeah no. (laughs) All right, so let's uh get into what i don't like which i don't have much more to add um let me start by saying that's one large fucking glass of milk that's <laughs> very large that's and then he didn't drink it so you know like the more you leave it out and if you go to drink it in a little bit it's like gross and just doesn't taste the same i'm just saying that's those are true. the facts i don't leave i don't drink milk that has been left out you can't like take your time with that no no sorry drink it all or, or forget also it. milk and orange juice chaos chaos rules chaos. <laughs> um also but do you remember no, go on do you remember in the 90s though i heard a comedian talk about this on something recently everyone drank milk in the 90s i drank milk growing adults, up i don't like it as an adult. adults kids yeah everyone in the 90s there was a drank whole milk. like got the milk point, campaign yeah, got milk campaign the everyone milk was like doing everyone's just chugging this shit like i do today i just think it's gross and then all of a sudden it become everybody was like like 2000 rolled around and everyone's like what the fuck are we doing yeah. like why are we drinking this shit i'm also curious <laughs> i well Except as an me. adult i knew that like <clears throat> i'm i'm dead i'm not gonna drink this anymore it's really gross well everyone i mean my mom still drinks milk. i mean like every now and then i think about like a good old glass of chocolate milk or strawberry milk but Ooh, chocolate milk but so you know good. but like where you get the syrup like that syrup and then you don't like stir it completely so you got it like on the bottom i'm glad you don't say Ooh. syrup 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 yeah a lot of people say syrup not in this house and they're wrong i say syrup that's fair that's, so. that's very fair <laughs> um uh so the waxwork has a private showing at midnight like that's not peculiar at all like yeah not, midnight not, okay not weird. yeah some yeah, creepy we'll old guy yeah. invites you weird. yeah Oh, it's a specific amount of people. Yeah. No more than six. Yeah. I need six people. I need you here at midnight. Not weird at all. I know I'm a creepy old guy, but you got to be here at midnight. And then like just a little picky thing. Like if you look close enough, you could see some of the wax figures holding still, oh, but yeah, not yeah. really. They're like blinking and slightly moving. Yes. I, the first so time I, I watched this, I watched this, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. 
I watched the first time with Alex and he kept pointing that out. Yeah. He's like, she moved. She moved. And it's funny because like the cast <laughs> is staring right at them, but like they're like not noticing. Yeah. So I like, it's not like really a thing I didn't like. I thought it was funny, but, and like I said, Dracula should have been hotter. Sorry. Not a miles. I said what I said. Um, the vampire's eating. Gross. And the end <laughs> when so he, gross. Dracula turns into the bat and they shoot him in the face. Oh, that was my favorite kill. You um, ruined it. I hated that. Oh, you hated it? Because I love bats. <laughs> but it was so funny looking. It was so stupid. Like, they should have just shot him in his real person face. I would have loved that. Yeah, his probably. Stupid ass face. Anyways, that's it for me of things I didn't like. So, moving on. All right, creepy questions. We don't have a thing for that. I need to get on the ball and make a thing for that. Yeah, you do. On um, one of these days, I'm going to Do you have any questions? Uh, if you had to be stuck in a horror movie or horror story. Oh, this is too hard. What would it be? I don't know. Um, Just accept the fact that you're going to die, too. You'll most likely die. I don't know. It's hard to not pick, like, my favorite. You know, like, just want to be in Scream or Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice would, would be, be cool. cool. Yeah. You just see him do all that wild oh, shit. Oh, fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, I am strange and unusual, so. That's true. So you're picking Beetlejuice? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm like you. I was thinking about this on the way over, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be boring. I w- I, it's going to be terrifying, and I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would die. And if I die, I get to stay there, so that's cool. I'm going to die seeing the coolest fucking monster ever put on screen. I'm going to go with the thing. No, I hate the cold. I know, so do I. But, like, I'd get to see that fucking awesome monster. Do I get to bang Kurt Russell? Sure. Then I'm doing the thing, too. No, I was kidding. (laughs) You probably get to bang all of them. Uh, Just the one. Without really even wanting to. Okay. Because they've been stuck up there for quite a long time. Back to Beetlejuice then. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't think (laughs) any of those guys are like that. Maybe Childs. You never. He's kind of (laughs) edgy. All right. Well, I like that question. Actually, it wouldn't even be Childs. It would be like like Palmer. Yeah. Palmer is kind of a creep. He would at least like try something. Maybe Bennings. Bennings is kind of old. Anyways. That's a good question. I like that one. Anyways. Beetlejuice it is though. Okay. Okay. You don't want to talk about which one of the cast me- or cast members, which one of the characters in the thing was the most rapey? No, I don't. <laughs> you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> Maybe Blair. Oh my God. Guy. You just start naming people. Willem, William Brumfit, whatever the Bro- hell his name is. Brum- Brumley? No, I made that up. <laughs> um, the diabetes dude. Yes, Bromley. William Bromley. Bromley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He might. He seemed like he. He. Snapped. I always forget he was in that. He snapped too. He was yeah. the one that went crazy. Mm-hmm. But was that because he was already the thing, or did he oh. get turned into the thing when he got moved out? Or maybe because it was his early onset diabetes. Diabetes. All right, I have one question. I'm definitely picking yeah. Bennings or Palmer. Oh my God! Moving on. Most rapey. So, have you ever been to one of those medieval torture waxworks? No, I would love to. When like the I kind was in hostel. Yeah. Well, well, that I, wasn't a waxwork. Yeah, though. I was uh, 14 and I went to Florida with my friend and his family. And we went to the, one of those Madame Toussaint's uh, wax museum places. And okay. then at the end, it says like this after here is like medieval torture. You can go through here or exit over here. So we went through and it was awesome. It was like, yeah, like all was the torture horrific? devices. Yes. At 14, I was already watching a million horror things. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. it didn't bother me. But I was like, it was really cool. Um that's all. Just want to know if you've been to that. And it was like no. the torture devices with wax characters. Like, what in was your them. favorite torture device? Um, 
I don't know. The impaling stuff was pretty neat. Like yeah, right through the butt and out through the mouth. Yeah, I was going to say, is don't they like lower you down really slowly onto it and your weight? Like, well, they don't show you doing it. They just show the body on it. So oh, yeah, it's from pretty cool stuff. You imagine. And there's like that one where it's like in like a, it has like spikes inside and you're like closed in. Oh yeah. The Iron Maiden. Yes. Yeah. That. The Iron Maiden. That one's pretty cool too. Oh, that would be horrible. Anyways. That one that lowering you onto a pike with your, from your butthole onto yeah. like a pike. Uh, that. Anytime I think about that, I'm just like, oh. Do you think if they miss your butthole, they pull you back up and try again? No, they probably just like reposition the pike. Okay. Uh, Mr. Butthole. <laughs> goes. Oh, not the butthole. <laughs> butthole. Butthole. Hey, Mr. Oh, butthole. Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> okay. Um. So let's do the freaky freaky. Okay. Let's do freaky favorites. Freaky 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 favorite favorite favorite. Okay, what's your favorite Kim? Melissa, go ahead. Thank you. I will. Um, when the werewolf fluffy boy just pulls that guy apart. No, come on, that's mine. I'm sorry, it's mine. I thought the bat was yours. Oh right, it was. on the face. Oh, I wrote the werewolf though. I thought I had written the bat. And it's like the first like real kill too. Like yeah. That's like your introduction. Like, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. He like rips him apart. Yeah, pops his head off. It's beautiful. Yeah, that scene, uh, that clip gets constantly shared mm-hmm. on Instagram. As it should. Yeah, uh, and mine was yeah, uh, Dracula getting sh- shot in the head as a bat. Fucked that up. That looked so funny. To- oh come on, it didn't look even a halfway real. I know, real. but we the so bats funny. already have he bad just raps. Grabbed it and yeah, <laughs> shot it in the head. It's absolutely stupid. Yeah, it was great though. Yeah, your favorite character. Um, that cute little man who opened the waxwork door. Welcome to the waxwork. Oh, and Hans. he was yelling at Lurch for messing up and his dramatic bow. Loved it. Yeah, he was great. Um, yeah, see, it says Junior as Jack. I don't know. It says Hans oh, on no, IMDb. Jack, Never mind. Um, uh, I, I'm just looking at this. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Wow. What was the name? You don't even. Jenkins. Uh, Joe yes. Baker is Jenkins. It's Butler. Yep. That's my favorite character. That dude was ride or die, man. Yes, rest in peace. He brought him his pimp. caffeine and his nicotine. Mm-hmm. Rest <sighs> in peace, pimp. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for Jenkins. Yeah. Don't, not in my house, though. Okay. Uh, and your favorite quote. Okay, when China says, I do what I want when I want, dig it or fuck off. Like, yes, queen. <coughs> yes. Yes, that was fun. I have another one. That was my favorite because it's just like it's such a badass line and it's so funny and kind of out of place. Like, I know. Yeah. Whoa, sister. Like, <laughs> Whoa, chill sister. the fuck out. I don't know why I said sister. Because <laughs> I'm stupid. It's true. Uh, but in the same, around the same scene, I think it was either right, I think it was right after this. She says she's looking for something else. She says, I don't know, a little je ne sais quoi. And uh, Zach Allen goes, a little what? <laughs> and then she goes, see, you don't even speak French. <laughs> and he says, well, I'm sorry. I'm not so good at languages. Because he she, repeats that later. Yeah, And then she says, yeah, well, why should I suffer for that? <laughs> and he says, suffer. We're living in America. Yeah. That whole, those, that's just so funny. Very silly. And uh, I loved it. Fair. So that's it. All right. Are we done? We did it. Mm, 8.15. My wife's texting me. Where are oh, you? Yeah, sorry. Are you we, done? we had a lot to talk about today. We did. We were catching up, man. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, Happy Thank New Year. Thank you for listening. Thanks I guess for joining this is us. officially the end of episode 77. Wow. 
All right, a bit of news for the new year. We now have a website, which I will be sharing on Instagram along with this episode. Yay, it's finally done. There's fun stuff on there. It looks good, man. Thank you. I'll slave the way at it. Um, It's finally done. Uh, But there's some fun stuff on there. There's like a history of the show on there. There's not a Meet Your Guest segment yet, but there will be. You can uh, visit our Tee Public from there mm-hmm. and buy merch. Yes, we got fucking buy merch. some shirts. It's just our logo, basically. But throughout the year, I'm going to try to commission a couple pieces of artwork yeah. and have more. Um, and yeah, <coughs> God damn it. it is ForsakenCinema.com. So just That's type it. that in. Nice and, and sweet. Nice. And, and you can listen to every single one of our episodes straight from the website, too. So that's cool. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. You can email us, Forsaken Cinema. Uh, podcast at gmail.com and wherever you're listening whatever platform you're listening on we're available on all platforms please rate, review, subscribe, share yes. share, share, share give us some likes yes. give us some shares give us some, give us some love um, and yeah you should uh, totally hit us up oh you can you can message us directly on the website too there's a form you can fill out and you can you don't even have to go See, through email See, look how easy we're making it for you. Yep, you just go to forsakencinema.com uh, slash contact. Hold on, I'm going to call for more time. Wow. Wow. So, dry. Um, so, yeah, and you should drop us a line, let us know what you think of the show, suggest movies, all that jazz. Please. I think that's it. It is. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.